Welcome back. Welcome back. What's up, Leo? What's up, Jeff? Just living that dream, you know? Getting ready for the ho-ho holidays. Yeah, dude. It's uh, Christmas Eve Eve today. (laughs) I like how we just add an extra fucking day. We're like, you know what? Christmas Uh, isn't long enough. Festivus, man. Oh, it is the Festivus for the best of us. You might have seen the uh, poll I had in the doorway when you walked in. Oh, Um, that's We're all going to air our grievances later. Oh, I thought that you didn't hire a stripper? (laughs) Oh, it's the stripper poll. It's versatile, bro. Yeah. Oh, sweet. There we go. It's it's it, for people who don't know what we're talking about. I can post a picture of it, but it's actually like a post painted white, uh, like a snowman. It's a Christmas decoration, and none of these jokes translate into the. You know what? Fuck way, it. It so. doesn't matter. <laughs> all right. People have been listening to the podcast long enough to know that a lot of our jokes don't translate, but it's all good. Yeah, that's true. And the people who have listened before might also notice we have a third voice on a mic today. Sorry. We do have a guest. Our guest is Dom Detola. How are you doing today, Dom? Doing great, man. Thanks for inviting me out. This is fucking great, man. I'm yeah. Oh, man. Thanks for doing the podcast. We appreciate it. I'm like, as a matter yeah. of fact, before we start this podcast, we're going to do oh, a we go. yes. Christmas we shot. Yeah. Shot right. of, what is this? Is this whiskey? Slaunch of salute. Uh, bullet rye. Bullet. I don't know how I, I, I say uh, bullet. Sounds... Bullet rye. <laughs> bullet rye. It's you guys French. aren't tipping us, but fuck it. Mm. Ah, yes. There we go. All right. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, guys. So... We're going to have a few shots, a few beers on the podcast. You know what? This is this is cash. This yeah. is like we always do, except for we're usually not so drunk. I don't work today. Tomorrow I do. Uh, anyways. Fuck work. Who cares? I can go in drunk. I'm a bartender. Yeah. Nobody knows. <laughs> you don't go in automatically drunk? Shh. My, my bosses might be listening. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they are. Among the uh, thousands of listeners we get weekly, our, our listener count's gone up a little bit. We're getting there. So. You know what? Hey, you know what? Rome wasn't built in a day. We started out small. We're going to yep. take over the podcasting world here soon enough. Yeah, maybe. Look uh, out, Joe Rogan. We're coming for you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Just kidding. I, I searched for the top the top podcast in the podcast app. I knew I wasn't going to find ours, but of course, Joe Rogan's right there at the of top. Of course, so. dude. I mean, yeah. I listen to his podcast all the time. <laughs> I do, time. too. I fucking love that. But show. I have to watch it on YouTube just for, you know, so I can watch them smoke weed the whole time and then be like, you, you know see, what? I, Elon musking it up just like... Yeah. And That's I, right. And I don't watch it on YouTube, so I just listen to it, and it's kind of a different experience because when you watch it, you realize, oh, he's smoking weed. When you listen, it's you don't know. Every don't now tell. and then, you'll hear him crack open some, like a can, and I'm like, oh, it's probably a monster, you know, in my wholesome <laughs> mind. But it's probably mad. whoa, whoa, whoa. We're twelve <laughs> episodes in. Where's this wholesome shit coming from? <laughs> Everybody knows we're not wholesome. We're fucking deranged. The darkest but corners of the internet. Oh man. But uh, well, here let's well let's let's tell everyone who Dom is because they're probably like Dom. <laughs> yeah, well, I've talked about him on the podcast before. Yes, uh, he's a local Tucson comic. Uh, not just local though, because this guy is also you can catch him in California. You've what other what other states have you performed in? Um, when I first started my first book shows, actually, um, I opened in uh, New Mexico, Alamogordo, actually, where they had the uh, um. Uh, 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 atomic bomb ex- experiments. No way. Yeah, dude, it was crazy. That was a good opener. Cause, like, I'm all, did you bomb while you were there? <laughs> no, nah, uh... I had a good time. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had uh, lots of fireworks stands too there, so that was legit. And then I'd done, uh, um, I've been doing Roy Lee's show, the Outlaw Comedy out in Benson, and then I did the Douglas show uh, here in Arizona, and then uh, Flappers, um, they asked me back. So, I mean, I've been there twice, and I think I'm on their little uh, roster there for shows. Dude, very cool. Yeah, very cool. awesome. For man. the up-and-comer show, so yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm like, everybody, if you haven't heard Dom, I'm like, me and him, uh, we're doing a uh, show I've talked about it the last couple weeks on the podcast. 
Christmas Day. You know your family gets on your nerves. You know this. Hell yes. You're going to need jokes, and you're going to need booze. We've got both at the Mint. The show starts at 8 p.m., so uh, we'll uh, shout that out later. But uh, look. Classy neighborhood dive bar, by the way. It's awesome. You know what? You might want to pack a pistol. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we've we've cleared out the riffraff. Um, you know, when they closed fries, we cleared it out. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That one they closed down. Yeah. There's, what are they going to put there now? Nothing. There's, there's nothing that needs to be on Grant no. Alvernon. Nobody needs to be on Grant Alvernon. Like Luckily, a, we're a couple streets down where everything is popping. There's going to be like a candlelight vigil for all the people that used to go in there, like steno bumps and shit. Just, <laughs> it's going to be the homeless, I swear. To, they're just going to be out there. Like, in their bathrooms. You know, that's what they should do. They should just turn that into a homeless shelter because I've been all throughout Tucson, and that's definitely got like part of the biggest homeless population is in that oh, yeah. area. Totally. Just, dude, just put a couple showers in there. Let Someone them clean posted up. a Grant and Alvernon meme the other day. No shit. That's I awesome. I shit you not. And I don't remember the joke, but I remember the punchline was Grant and Alvernon. It was probably like where I buy my crack. <laughs> I mean, insert any drug here, Grant and Alvernon. Pretty yeah. much. I mean, that's where I would always, people are like, you know, hey man, where do I score some weed? I'm like, Grant and Alvernon, check it out. <laughs> Everybody loves it. It's your one-stop shop. It's the Circle K of <laughs> yeah, intersections there, for bad things. Literally a Walmart <laughs> across the street from it too, so you yeah, could find yeah. anything. Yeah, Touche. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, so Christmas is coming. To, uh, in Whether days. we're ready or not, and so we wanted to do a Christmas theme podcast, and we have uh, a couple a couple ideas to talk about. You know, kind of memories and stuff like that, of course. Um, so you had you had a, a favorite Christmas song though. You wanted me to put it on the soundboard. You oh, wanted me to play it. Literally, nice. this is the greatest Christmas song ever. And if you don't like it, then you know what? You're not my friend anymore. All right, here we go. So I'm going to just play it, and then we're just going to mute it down and just talk about Christmas, all right? All right. Here we go. Here comes Santa. We're all just jamming out, but uh, we could... Uh, <laughs> so, no, of course, okay. run DMC. All right, so... I only knew about this song, obviously, clearly before it was in the movie, because I was a big Run DMC sure fan. Sure you did. But... Wait, what movie are we talking about? We're, I'm getting ready oh, to okay, it. Okay, so, go. I gotta see if I can get your guys' vote on this, okay? I don't give a fuck what Bruce Willis said on his roast, okay? Oh, no. Die know. Hard is a fucking Christmas movie. Yes, it is. Absolutely, Okay, dude. thank you. Jeff, where do you stand on it? You, you can you, you can play Devil's Advocate if you want. You ready to hate me? Uh, you know what? I've always been ready to hate, but go ahead, fire away. I don't think I've ever actually sat through the entirety of Die Hard. Oh, sweet in one Jesus. Sitting. You know what? I'm, we're know. no longer, this podcast is canceled, you know I'm done. There's, there's always like one thing that everybody has done, and then you're like, I haven't done that one thing. And you're like, you could easily just do it and avoid ridicule for the rest <laughs> of your life, or you can harness that, hold on to it, hold it dearly. It's like your and virginity. Busted and then busted out all over everyone here on the podcast. Like my virginity. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, man. man. What do you think? Uh, I like literally. I was I was prepared for you I, to like jump in and be like, you know what? No, it's not a Christmas movie. What I was completely unprepared for was for yeah. you to tell me you've never fucking seen the entirety of Die Hard, one of the greatest fucking cinematic I adventures to, you will ever go on. I need to I'm sit like, and watch it, dude, bro. It's John McClane. Who? John, John McClane. fucking McClane. No, no, I got it. Dude, right. I the get dad every from Family Matters is a cop. 
Yeah, yeah. he's Carl eating Twinkies Shredder. like they're fucking Pop-Tarts. The principal from Breakfast Club is that bad cop guy. Oh, fuck yeah, yeah dude. dude. He's a dick in that movie. <laughs> Alan Rickman is the... Vi- her, her, her. Oh, man. <laughs> now Snape. I have a machine gun. Yeah, Snape's yeah. in this shit, dude. Bro, oh, no. check it out. Look, so Bruce Willis says that it's not a Christmas movie, but it takes place at a Christmas party mm-hmm. on fucking Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. I watch it every Christmas and enjoy all the murder that ensues. It's funny you mentioned that on Black Friday, because um, I only had it on like DVD and VHS before. I uh, sprung for the uh, Die Hard collection on Blu-ray, like all the movies together. And, and it was, was totally worth it. Totally worth it, dude. It was like $15, and like all of them, and that's like a Christmas tradition. <laughs> I love it, dude. Like literally, like anytime <laughs> I, I hear... I think I've seen uh, Die Hard 3 all the way through, though. <laughs> You just like, dude. You're just shouting that out so everybody doesn't think you're racist because it had the black yeah. guy in it. All right, oh, no. Samuel Jackson. <laughs> was Samuel L. Jackson in that one? Then you've never Pretty seen it the whole way through. Exactly, he's fucking. Dude. I mean, it's yeah, he's, safe he's to say he was in it. Like, like, he's like, "Hey, Seuss. My name ain't Hey, Seuss. That guy back there. He called you Hey, Seuss. He didn't say Hey, Seuss. Do I look Puerto Rican to you? He said Hey, Zeus. As in, as in as God a of Greek Thunder. God. As a Greek God. If you don't listen to what I say, I'm gonna drop a bolt, lightning bolt up your ass, Zeus. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I remember dude, that dude, part. Look, I know. I know. Last week we. I know. Last week we did the fucking uh, kickboxer and fucking. Uh, uh, Bloodsport. Oh, Bloodsport is Blood- shit, dude. Oh, dude, la- oh, dude last week's episode. Yeah. So la- the reason that that was inspired for my birthday podcast <laughs> was the week before, uh, Loyota Machida was fighting. Nope. Strike that. Reverse it. Rafael Dos Anjos was fighting in the UFC, and when he was doing his walkout to the cage, yeah. he came out to the song Kumte. And I fucking never nerded dude, the, out. The Stan Bush fight to survive. Coom day, coom day. Oh, dude, that oh. gives that gives me like such an '80s boner. Like, Uh-oh. oh god, I love that. I, that's on my iPod when I work out, dude. The fucking Stan Bush. Yes. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Look, it, it's fucking '80s in here all day, bitches. <laughs> Right, so there we go. That's going to be our new Christmas backdrop song. Now. Right, that's yeah, that's going to be our new... <laughs> no, so speaking of Christmas, yeah, because I think we've established now it's at least two to two people who've seen the movie and one person who hasn't. So, okay, it's a Christmas the movie. original, yeah, right. point. But, so it is a Christmas movie. It is. All right. So that's why we picked uh, Christmas and Hollis, but what is like... Christmas, what does Christmas mean to you, Jeff? Well, okay, it's funny that you say Christmas in Hollis because that's the name of the song from, you know, Rum DMC. I actually grew up in Hollister, California, so I had Christmas in Hollister. It's it's pretty much, you know, the same street cred as Hollis Queens. Yeah, it really is. They were pretty hardcore there. They are pretty rough. Um... No, I saw a meme. I think I reposted it, and it was like, "Growing up in a small town is great, except you get to see all your friends get addicted to meth, and there's cows," (laughs) which is Hollister. Well, yeah, it's like a cow town in Central California, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I always tell everyone I'm from the Bay Area, and they go, "No, you're not from the Bay Area. You're from Hollister." And I'm like, "I mean, it was the beach was fucking 30 minutes away. You could fucking drive there, like at the drop of a hat. It's not get a fucking plan a weekend for it. You could just go." But anyways, um, Christmas. Yeah, I. uh, you know, I it's a very family-oriented holiday for me. You know, I try to get a hold of my family, and we, you know, send each other cards and stuff. We don't talk to each other for the rest of the year. It's great. You know, I get to see, oh, you know, this is great. You're still alive. Excellent. And, um, no, but for now, it's, it's growing up um, as a father now, it's all about the kids. So you get to see the joy on the kids' faces opening up present. And that is has taken over the 
previous feeling of the emotional overabundance of happiness you get when you open a present for yourself. You know, now it's like, oh, I get to see them experience that. It's it's an interesting transition, you know, um, going from not having kids to having kids over the years and, and seeing what Christmas has evolved into. But it's still the family aspect. So well, see, and I like that, too, because like listening to you talk about that, like that's something that I don't have to experience just yet. And I don't think, Dom, you don't have any kids, do you? Oh, no. God, not no. that he knows of. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't have any kids that I know of either that haven't, that survived. Maybe a couple of them survived the abortion. I'm not food sure. Babies. <laughs> oh, abortion jokes. I was doing a food. Oh, joke. it wasn't a joke. It was a fucking true story. But, you know, uh-huh. hey, look, it, it happened. And you know what? Turns out it was, it was the wise move. It really was. I'm like, I wasn't ready to be a dad, and they oh, were never wow. ready to be a mother. You're, you're so. really talking about shishmorshin over here. Yeah. We got baby ears over here. Getting so, heavy yeah. here right now. <laughs> Jeez. But, uh, no, like, that's cool. Like, I remember, like, you know, talking to, you know, my parents and stuff and seeing me open presents. That was, like, a big deal for them, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know. My parents are older. I'm older. Like, giving my parents a present, like, I don't get excited watching them opening up. But I imagine, like, if I had a little kid, you know, like, I would be, like, super pumped to be like, you better fucking appreciate that shit. Yeah, like, go nuts. Like, you know, set something on fire. Like, make me make me see you care about the effort I put in. Even <laughs> though I got to grab the extinguisher. Do you know how many people I had to fucking serve and listen to their bullshit oh, so that yeah. you could enjoy that present? You better fucking love it. You know how many lawyers I had to rage. fucking coax into a fucking, like, lawsuit to send our way? Like, come on man like, let's do this yeah uh so what about you dom okay so you uh, you're italian obviously yeah. i'm Obvi- like obviously for the podcast listeners. well i'm just saying his last name's detola i'm like did you think he was puerto rican <laughs> hey man i don't judge. Dude, i get to i get to talk like it wasn't until i moved here full time that i got i didn't get detoya i got detoya all the time after i first moved here because of the double l oh no that's yeah. fucking hysterical because like i have a crazy last name and any of our fo- our listeners who follow me on uh, any of uh, the social media will know i'm like i remember when i was in like middle school and i played for the basketball team and they would like announce like the scores like yeah. how many people scored what points or whatever uh, yeah. and my principal <laughs> called me skrupowski <laughs> There's no S-K-I anywhere in my fucking name, but at the end, somehow, it became Ski. That's just like the go-to Polish-like yep. suffix. It, it really know. is. It's Wachowski. Mike Wachowski. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, I'm over here with my uh, baby name, Macintosh. Like, feel bad for me. You, yeah, I got nothing on you guys. So. But, uh, so, like... Uh, we were talking before the podcast started about like Thanksgiving and how your Thanksgiving differs. Uh, yeah. Do you guys do the traditional Christmas or? Well, I mean, well, traditional Christmas from where my uh, my family's from in Italy, they do seven courses of fish. Oh but, shit! Yeah, dude. But like my dad's dad, um, after they moved to America, like he hated fucking seafood, so like he only got to do it like once with his like dad's parents and stuff. But uh, it doesn't mean like we don't like pick out Italian wise. Like my dad will make like lasagna or uh, cannelloni. Or Man, I know exactly milky. what you're talking about. Uh, I love the Jersey Shore, so I, know, oh, I feel like I know exactly. Oh what God, talking. it's, it's the, pretty fucking, accurate, right? The Jersey Shore is the <laughs> Olive Garden of television shows. <laughs> oh, funnily enough, hey, we all used to work at the yeah. Olive Garden. Jim Tan Laundry, son. Oh Jesus Christ. Oh, shit. <laughs> Like, literally, like, I, I, I was conflicted, uh, you know, because I do a bit on stage where I'm like, if I go back in time, I would just give uh, 
Robert Kardashian a vasectomy because I feel like everybody else says they'd kill Hitler and I'm like ah I think I'd save more lives if I just killed the you know nipped it right in the bud and stopped the Kardashians from being born but you know dude like what if you butterfly affected that and then his not having kids led to OJ not losing his shit and OJ could be like 60 years old still sideline reporting in NFL games now he could be doing that or fucking hey hell with the guy we got in office he could be president we don't know yeah, maybe dude, Stan honestly. Lee would still be alive yeah right <laughs> Yeah. No, I well, you were saying you were conflicted. Well, I was conflicted because Don made me swear not to bring that up the fucking Jersey Shore. I fucking told you not to bring that shit up. And you were like, hey, I'm going to get the theme song. Oh, 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 yeah, dude. The theme song. What's that? That's fucking uh, LMFAO. Is it? Nah, we don't need to. Oh, dude, I don't know, dude. Literally, I've seen zero fucking episodes. I've seen clips because I've been forced to on my fucking like Facebook, you know, wall uh-huh. and shit that people post. Yeah. But I'm like, two seconds in, I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. Unfollow. Unfriend. Yeah. You're done. How dare you? Well, speaking of shitty shows, man, have you been watching 90 Day Fiance? <laughs> I didn't watch the new... Dude, no, look. Okay, so we talk about the new episode tonight. <laughs> you know what? All I can I'm say is... Either. You watch that shit? No, no, no. I think my mom does. Oh, oh man. God. Your mom's well, look, got good taste. Look, man. Okay. So the reason <laughs> I got into this Leo show... Leo loves this show. I hate this show. Leo keeps talking about Dude, it. my mom loves trash TV so much. It's so hilarious. Trash like, TV's the best. I'm like, you're man. a smart lady. What the oh, fuck? Yeah. Oh, dude, sometimes... And then I go online and I debate politics with my idiot freaking high school friends. Oh, Jesus, oh, Jesus dude. When you, got, when you were fucking having that debate on your Facebook page the other day... Oh, yeah. Where, where the guy was like fucking just going off about like the topics that you listen He's like, let's fucking scratch these off. And he actually took a screenshot of your post oh, yeah. and had like a line through each thing that he thought he fucking like yeah. crushed. I, I told him, I go, pretty soon that's going to look like the American flag. I don't know. In my head, it sounded better. No, but, dude, like, it was no. funny. When I read that shit, I was yeah. done. Because there was a square in the corner and it was just black and white lines like, you know, like how they're, they're you know, uh, classifying a, an official document or something. Yeah, he like was, he was like, like he was working for the federal government. Ooh, like a Kennedy assassination or something. Like that. Dude, I was like, what are you talking about? I you almost didn't... had to get up from my couch to fact check this. I just started laughing. I looked at that shit and I was like, dude, you didn't debunk anything that he said. You just basically fucking mansplained it away. Or yeah. Trump-splained it, as I would call yeah, it. Yeah, I, was like, perfect, I was like, well, I've, I proved one thing wrong. Therefore, every other thing that's 100% valid is invalid because of that one. Oh, God. Yeah. I love debating politics with my friends on Facebook. Um, people are probably tired of hearing it. So I cater to the people who will respond, kind of. And I, I cast dude, the line out bro, there. Bro, you're oh, a troll dude. for I fucking sure. I barely fucking reel that shit oh, it's, in. It's and beautiful. it's the same three or four people that have the exact same perspective that never changes. But for some reason feel compelled to engage in a political conversation. It's like catnip. Hold on. As soon as you said you're talking about politics. Oh, yeah. I had to crack another beer. Holy shit. Yeah, I did struggle. (laughs) What are you drinking there? What is that? Uh, Betty IPA. It's from Hangar 24. I don't know. It was cheap. Is that a uh, hundred times better than politics? No, <laughs> so is. You know what? Let's get off this politic bit. Yeah. Oh, dude. Okay. I got. I got something music to talk to you guys. About oh, today. fuck yeah! Let's get so, it. So, all right. So, and this is completely random. So, I'm. I like to listen to Pandora, um, blasting on the radio uh, through my Bluetooth uh, Mega Jam headphone <laughs> headset, you know, speaker that I have. And when I'm in the shower and I freaking get out and the song that was playing was Berlin, Take My Breath Away. I'm oh not God. sure if Top you guys are Top Gun, yeah. come on. Of course. Dude. Or it's of always course. sunny that Charlie's scene where he dances at the bar. That's like just yeah. brilliant comedy right so, there. So so I'm jamming this thing at full blast and I come out and I start like, 
pelvic thrusting for my girlfriend, and, and she's totally into it. She loves it. Yeah, I was gonna say, did Jamie approve? <laughs> oh, she did. She was she was making bacon. Did you like banger silhouette style, like in Top Gun? Just like it, like, <laughs> like a fucking F fifteen Tomcat. And so, and then I was going I, Mach three. I, t- I yeah, and then inverted you know, literally <laughs> five seconds. And so then the song dies down, and I started explaining to her about Berlin. The band who actually sang the song. They had another hit. Do you know what their other hit was? They did 99 Red Balloons for sure. Yeah, yeah. but they also did Riding on the Metro. Which oh, I love that I fucking song. Fucking oh, I fucking shit. love that song. Same band, yeah. And so so if you like Riding on the Metro, System of a Down did a, a, a That's cover. That's a sick fucking cover. I think it's fucking better than the other one, actually. Okay, well, I can't say that uh, okay, because the well, original then, is usually let always Let me gather better. my thoughts and we'll come back to this. Dude, but can anyways. you imagine if System of a Down did Take My Breath Away, though? Oh, yeah. Take my breath away! Yeah. <laughs> and so... So that would be fucking awesome. You know what? If you're be. listening, Serge, get on that I'm shit, bro. I'm sure he is. <laughs> and so he, he did. I, he did DM me and told me he listens every week. So that's awesome. Beautiful stuff, Serge. Um, when's the System of a Down reunion tour? Let's go. Uh, so so Berlin, they broke up, but they actually got back together. Remember when VH1 did that show where they tried to get like '80s bands back together to do like one more show? Yeah, dude. Yeah, remember like, that shit. Uh, uh, Bring the band. It, I, it had like a name, like uh, getting the band back together. Or yeah, like and so so the band. Yeah, they did an episode on Berlin, and I guess there was like some sort of weird, like not love triangle, but love like uh, issue, like or the 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 singer, the female singer, and the the guy who was either the guitar player or the drummer, but he was. I don't know if he was kind of the leader of the band. Anyways, they had this whole thing where they kind of like fell out and they never talked to each other and they didn't ever. And so the band never did anything else, but that show got them to get together and they were like, oh, I don't know. It's going to be weird seeing, you know, she was like, I'm just going to be weird seeing him after all these years, after everything we've been through and blah, blah, blah. Because I think they secretly loved each other, but they just didn't do anything about it. Anyways. They got them back together, and then they started touring after that. And like, so get the fuck out yeah, of here! Wait dude. a minute. Like VH1 led to that. That's yeah, awesome. They though. got Good together. Them, you know dude. what? VH1, bravo! Fucking bringing hearts back and together. And they've done that with a few bands, actually. There's been a few bands that actually started touring after that show got them back together. But I know that Berlin was one of them because they did like a follow up where they they. And I remember seeing Berlin coming to town, and I was okay, like, "Really, look, bro? Follow up? <laughs> yeah." Did the hearts win? Did they get? Did they finally admit how much they loved each other and like uh, fucking it, end up in each I'm other's gonna arms? I'm going to answer that question with "It took my breath away." Oh. <laughs> Dude, literally, when I heard they were making a Top Gun sequel like 17 oh, yeah. years ago, is it, wait, is it a I reboot was, or is it a sequel? No, it's a sequel. Tom because, Cruise is in it. Yes. Uh, and Val Kilmer's in it, the fat Val on, Kilmer. Is there, well, is there a gay volleyball scene? Yeah, in dude, it? totally. That's like the <laughs> that most is, important. Part. That is the home, most With homoerotic Kenny Loggins scene. doing the soundtrack. Oh, dude, Kenny, Kenny Loggins. Loggins. Kenny Loggins like needs to be contractually obligated to do every fucking movie and do one song. Every movie. <laughs> every movie. I don't even care if it's a comedy, horror movie, drama. I want to like. Fucking like Halloween, the next like the like Halloween, you know, twenty seven. Mm-hmm. I want to hear him like you know have like a love like ballad for like my <laughs> Michael Myers and like I don't know whoever the fuck he wants to. Dude, he did Caddyshack back in the day too? Yeah. Did he? He did a song in Caddyshack. Yeah, yeah the beginning song. That, that, the, the I'm all right. Yeah. Get the fuck out yeah, of dude, here. That was Kenny, Kenny Loggins. Yeah. Oh man, he didn't like every Footloose, dude. Come oh, on. Footloose. Yeah. I'm like. He and this did, is he did most of it from an arm wrestling movie with Stallone dude, over, over the, the top, top yes. bro. Oh. Okay, so that song, Meet Me Halfway. Oh God! Like literally, look. Okay, 
No homo. Here we go. Massive homo. <laughs> Halfway uh, across the sky. Hold on, hold on. Kenny Loggins did Danger Zone in Top Gun. No, he did. Yeah, yeah, we're just yeah. talking about how he so does like, soundtrack so like, like every movie. Kenny Loggins, that song, like, okay, so like, I grew up without a, uh, my uh, birth father, as I call him, my sperm donor. And that song, like, you know, like that whole movie, I was like, you know what? I hope that I find out that my grandfather hated my bur- my sperm donor so bad that he really gave a shit about me. But in reality, the truth was, the first time I picked up my dad, yeah, he was in prison until I was 10. That's why I moved to Arizona. Come out, the first thing he says to me, he's like, son, you're a little too fat to be my kid. We're going to have to put you on a diet. Says the guy who just got out of prison. So I got him back. I became a stand-up comic and... Boom! Checkmate, bitch. I got you. <laughs> so well, he was on a diet in prison, a diet of man penis. <laughs> seriously, like yeah, but like yeah, that movie and that song. Hey, like, Leo, Leo, tell me how you really feel. <laughs> it was a strong day in my life. You don't understand. That's easy, get. God damn it. Oh, oh shit, man. So Dom, you have one of the best stashes in comedy, hands down. Nobody that I can think of comes to mind, in comedy anyways, that has a better stash than you. Give me your top three celebrity mustaches. All right, I'll start from number three and then count up. Okay. Uh, number one, Danny Trejo. That oh. thing is, ooh. Does he do comedy? Well, I mean, he's... Oh, no, 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 no. no, no, no. It's saying, not in comedy, just, oh, just celebrity stashes. Celebrity stashes. Oh, okay. Dude, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, dude he, if we were doing comedy, I'm like, yeah, we'd have comedy. like a list of like two. His yeah. mustache is bigger than him, dude. Yeah, I know, right? Like, he's short. Dude. I thought it was a joke, but... Total badass, though. No, I mean, just like you see that in all those movies and stuff, you're just like, oh, man, I'm not fucking with this guy. Dude, yeah. I loved fucking um, Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. He was oh, in that shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck it, dude. That, that movie, I was, I was trying to convince my friends to watch it. Interesting side note. So we were looking for something to watch the other night. I was at a friend's house, and we were you know, looking through the Netflix, and that came up. Netflixing and chilling. Yeah. <laughs> but the greatest part was is we ended up... Hold on, up... before you tell the story. Yeah, get it, son. Continue. So... We ended up watching probably the worst movie I've ever seen in my life, but it was... Was it so... Just Till Dawn Part 3? No, you know what? I haven't seen that, so possibly uh, let me hold the vote because I haven't seen it, but I love Jackie Chan movies. Yeah. Jackie Chan was the shit, but I watched a movie that came out a long time ago. I don't know why my friend had this movie, but it was called City Hunter. Was the whole Shitty Hunter? City. Ah, Shitty Hunter. <laughs> but the reason that we watched this movie, the reason they purchased this movie from Bookman's was because in one scene in this movie, he this is like watching a cartoon but live action. There was no animation to it, but yeah. it was so ridiculously over the top silly. But he's he's fighting like the bad guy in the movie who's got like long, As you do. Yes. long hair. Mm-hmm. You know, he Always. was like he was doing like a, a, a Die Hard 2, like fucking oh, doing yeah. Kung Fu in the, the new exactly. kind of shit. The die Hard, I'm not familiar. Yeah, I know. We, we, we get it, okay? You, you don't watch good cinema. We get it. But, so he's fighting this guy in an arcade, and the guy beats his ass into a video game machine that breaks. And he, oh, shit. And then he knocks his beer he over on the He spills it all over yeah. his phone. Yeah. Oh, fuck my life. Don't worry, we can edit that out. Yeah, we can. But anyways, so on this uh, City Hunter bit, what happens is, fucking uh, Jackie Chan falls into this video game arcade machine, and he, uh, it's a Street Fighter game. Okay. Oh, I know what you're talking about, yeah. yeah. You've, seen the, you've seen the clip then? So he's going into this City Hunter, he goes and becomes, and he fights as, all, as a bunch of the characters from Street Fighter. Okay. So Jackie Chan is dressed as, uh, the first character he is is, um, 
You know what? I can't even remember because it's unimportant. But no, eventually... He was, like, he was like Ryu and then he was fucking like Chung Lee. No, Chung Lee. He becomes Chung Lee. So you really? see, oh, you see Jackie Chan in a dress oh, no wearing shit. high boots. And he's got the little buns in his hair. And he's like, hee And the, the bad guy he's fighting becomes Ken. And he's got the long blonde hair yeah. and the red thing. And uh, these two fucking uh, nerds in the, in the thing, like they become uh, uh, Dalsam. And uh, Guile. Oh, okay. So the two Asian guys become an Indian and a white dude with a fucking uh, flat top. It was the worst movie I've ever seen and the funniest (laughs) movie I've ever seen. We were basically turning it into an episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Those those study and contrast films are great. Like, I remember when uh, when I was back in college, uh, my buddy and I, we were roommates, we went to the loft all the time because they would do those, like, bad but good movies. We saw um, uh, Cool as Ice, starring Vanilla Ice. Okay, so Dom, oh hold God. on, and this is where I come this back. This is in. where okay. Jeff. This was one of oh. Jeff's favorite movies <laughs> as a kid. It is. I swear we've oh. spoken about this before. Okay, so where do you stand on the uh, Cool as Ice spectrum? As far as like uh, autism <laughs> spectrum, <laughs> no, I mean. <laughs> No, you you They're can't help the same thing. You yes. can't help but be mesmerized. Like, oh my god, people like wanted to make this, and Dude, I'm yeah. so happy. You remember at the beginning of the movie when he fucking jumps the fence? Yes. Oh and the god. Girl's riding the horse. Yes. Yeah. And she gets bucked off. Yep. <laughs> like I just remember drop so that zero. Get with the hero. Oh yeah, and then it goes. <laughs> The, yeah. the fucking scratch. Dude, I think Vanessa Williams was in there. Na- I think she sang Naomi. a song. Yeah, Naomi like Campbell. Naomi Vanessa. Campbell. That was it. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I think was- she sang the the beginning song, which I know every word to the lyrics, but oh, it's uh, you, you dirty to- son of a bitch. <laughs> that uh, it's funny though. My my friend informed me he he knows uh, people actually like in Hollywood as far as just like as his uncle. I guess everybody is gets loose. Is writer. The name of the song. Yes, everybody get loose. <laughs> I guess his uncle was a writer for Seinfeld, but he was saying that he found out that the cinematographer for that movie, mm-hmm. I think it was a cinematographer, won an Oscar after that for Schindler's List. Oh, wow. Like, he yeah. got work after Cool as Ice. So he went like... from a movie yeah. starring Vanilla Ice to the great and powerful Liam Neeson yeah. saving yeah. Jews. <laughs> I mean, look, say what you want about Liam Neeson. He is, he's... He I've is very, he is I've very gay. He's, Look, he's a man with a very particular set of skills. <laughs> yeah, and it's called ass eating in prison. <laughs> Holy shit, Jesus! But hey, look, man, I don't know. I, it's what I heard. It was on a forum. It was on Reddit, so it's Hold it on. might not be true. <laughs> no, okay. So, anyways, we could talk about cool as ice for hours, <laughs> but we got a podcast to do here, so let's steer this back. So what were we talking about before? So okay, before you spill so, your mustaches, fucking beer. Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo right, was number three, right? Uh, All right. Yeah. Uh, number two, yeah, obviously. <laughs> Sam Elliott. Oh, dude, that is a that powerful stash. That is like okay. Tombstone Roadhouse. I mean, that guy just. I mean, that mustache could kick my ass. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Isn't He's basically the fucking Marlboro Man, right? Yeah, I mean, like he's like the Marlboro Man come to life with an awesome mustache. He's, he's in the ranch, I think, is probably one of the more... You know what? That yeah. show actually is... It's Jamie watches it, it's and funnier, I was, like, I was like... She's like, there's a new season, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I don't want to watch this show. And then we watched the first episode, and I was like, all right, let's fucking watch the next episode. Dude, <laughs> you know what? I was completely against that. I had, like... Because I get bar guests. They know I'm into, like, TV and cinema, Netflix and shit, and like they'll be like, oh, have you yeah, seen I this? Have TV. you seen that? 
that? Have you seen oh, this? Yeah. And like they, they said the ranch, and I was like, ah, oh, dude, it's got fucking Ashton Kutcher. The only thing he's ever nailed in Hollywood was Demi Moore. <laughs> but, <laughs> but all right, let's check it out. And it actually was pretty nah, he, good. He banged Meg Meg Griffin too. So well, yeah, he's that, married to her now. Wife, I know. Yeah. yeah. So he's procreating, I think, with her. I listened to a podcast with her on it, and she, and I think they're very. She knows how to speak. Yeah. She, no, she she speaks Russian, dude. Yeah, dude, she's from like the old Soviet bloc. I can't remember where she's from, but her family like immigrated here in like the mm-hmm. late '80s. Yeah. yeah, she talked about it. Yeah. You know what? Now I know why I find her so attractive is because she's Russian. Her first language was Russian. She didn't yeah. know English when she went to school. She made a friend who taught her English. As a Polak, I should hate all Russians, but they're fucking so hot. It's not fair. They are, dude. Hey, speaking of Russians, man, let's talk about 90 Day Fiance with Olga and Steven. Holy shit. Oh, Jesus you know Christ. I forgot about this shit. Oh, Dude, is that guy really going to abduct his own kid from Russia? Dude, I know, right? Dude, he, what he's, a cunt. He's, he's, like, he's like, well, basically, my kid's a U.S. Uh, you know, uh, citizen, so you can't do anything. And he fucking shrugs and like smirks. And I'm like, what a fucking dick. Dude, dude look. Okay, I am... Look, America kicks ass. We know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I love totally. America. I'm so glad my parents had sex here and I was an American citizen. And that's pretty <laughs> much all I had left to do with it. But Russia sucks compared to the USA. I think we can all agree on that. Naturally. However, however, that guy is less qualified to raise a child than I am to open a beer and not spill it. Okay. <laughs> Been said. Dude, that guy sucks ass. <laughs> he's 20 years old and he's got fucking no he goddamn does, He lives clue. with his fucking like grandma or his mom or something and and like and never. And some woman fucking... wants to marry him? No, no, no. She uh, doesn't necessarily no. want to marry him, but she was she... on holiday in the United States. Yeah. You know, spring break. Yeah. Woo, woo. Yeah. She gets banged Rensch out. By this... What's that thing that the fucking Rumspringer? There it is. Oh, there. dude, Rumspring is yeah, a she shit. She was basically Rumspringing it up. Yeah. So she comes over here. She gets knocked up by some fucking total hose bag yeah. guy who. I don't, I don't think he has a fucking job, to no. be honest with you. But he wants to take the kid back to America. Never have I said a kid would be better off in Russia than the United States. <laughs> yeah. But living a Russian life with her as his mom, who's a fucking smoke show, by the way. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Even pregnant, she was a smoke show. <laughs> but this fucking douchebag couldn't... Like, dude, he can't tie his own shoes. But he's going to fucking... Well, my kid's a citizen, so I'm taking it back to the U.S. And, well, because of the whole political thing, I thought it would be easier since Trump and Putin are, like, together... Like, we mm-hmm. could get more Russians over here, but apparently Well, dude, not. you've heard those stories out in Florida. They're like, uh, a lot of Russians are having, like, kids there. Like, in California, a lot of Chinese people are, like, uh, it, like coming over here and just having kids so they have citizenship. Oh, man, halflings, yeah. Dude. Yeah, dude, They're Russia so Russia in, oh. like, I guess, South Florida, that's become, like, super big now. So, so we could get, like, fucking Red Dawn in, like, a century. <laughs> you know what? Another great 80s movie that was ruined and sullied. By oh. fucking Hollywood and their remake bullshit. Oh, yeah. I'm like, dude, how can you step Wait, up? Wait, are you talking about Red Red Dawn? Yeah. Oh, no. Dude, dude, they remade that movie with, like, I think it's Chris Hemsworth or his brother Liam. I don't yeah, know. Whichever and, Hemsworth and, it was, it was a was fucking it, was failure. Was it Thor or was it fucking, uh, what's the one with the... It, it was, Look, it Liam was, doesn't do anything that's noteworthy was except for Miley Cyrus. It was the not Thor and the fat kid from uh, Drake and Josh. Oh, God. But oh, like, look, yeah. how do you fucking? Well, the fat kid got skinny, dude. Well, yeah, he got skinny. But God, how can that you? That was st- weird, right? Hold on, Leo. That was really weird. That kid got so skinny. Right? No, yeah. I'm just kidding, Leo. <laughs> nah, dude, it's cool. I just don't understand how you can literally have Jennifer Grey from Dirty Dancing. You can have the Sways. Yeah. And then fucking pull out 
Charlie Sheen, and you're like, you know what? We should remake this fucking <laughs> Pull classic. Out Charlie Sheen, if only he pulled out, am I right? Yeah, hey. exactly. <laughs> you know what? I don't think it would have mattered once he stuck his dick in those d- disease-infested whores. That's where he caught the hiv. Well, yeah. Oh, wait. No, that's right. <laughs> this guy. That's why they call it hashtag winning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently he wasn't drinking tire- tiger's blood. It was fucking, you know, AIDS blood. It was ass <laughs> blood. Way to go, Charlie. Yeah. You're winning now, aren't you? Eh. Chop up another line, brother. But anyways, so we keep getting de- de- derailed here. So we got Sam Elliott as number two on the stash list. Who is the go. number one mustache? Oh, number it's t- it's Tom Selleck. It's, oh, it's, dude, Magnum Pi. You know what? Like, like we saw Sam, that. We knew that. Yeah, know. like Sam Everyone Elliott. Agrees. Like he kept the mustache. Danny Trejo kept the mustache, but Tom Selleck is more mustache than man, and it's so. I awesome. heard his mustache is still alive, actually. Yeah, like when it when it goes into the drain after shaving it or trimming it, it just forms another being. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna creep up onto Channing Tatum for the next movie he's gonna do, and he's gonna actually be a man in it. Did did it piss you off though? Like I, I don't watch it, but I saw like a CBS came out with a new Magnum PI, and the guy doesn't have a mustache. Dude, it's fucking uh, Aaron Her- No, not Aaron, Aaron Hernandez. Hernandez. Oh, it's right. He killed himself. Just kidding. No, it's that uh, the kid that was in. <laughs> Spoiler alert for those people who don't follow fucking history. Yeah, that guy was a murderer. Yeah, he hung himself in prison, but he was abused, so let's feel sorry for him. As most of my jokes do on this show, they die. But anyways, no, but uh, it's got that kid who's in harsh times with fucking, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it pissed yeah, me off. I'm like, times. I'm like, okay, it's not the '80s anymore. He's not wearing short shorts and he doesn't have a mustache. It's not Magnum PI. Yeah, like call it something different. Just say you're rehashing the idea. Like, don't. That, that's the thing with Red Dawn. They could have got away with it if they just like called it something else because it was like North Korea or whatever. You know, don't like. Right. Don't, yeah, and with all the gun outrage, maybe they shouldn't call a show Magnum. Am I right, guys? <laughs> oh my god, no, nothing. <laughs> no. All right. All the, all the large dick outrage. They shouldn't call it show Magnum. <laughs> Oh my right. god. Man. Oh. Alright, so there we go. We got the top three. Okay, mustaches. so now we have the questions that we ask every guest on the podcast. Every Are guest. you ready? Yes. Every totally guest. ready. Favorite porn genre. Right into it. What do we got? Oh fucking MILFs all Milf? the way. That's yeah. MILFs? I mean look at this mustache. I mean, come on. Like that's, Milf? that's all Wait, I do. hold on. What does that stand for? Okay, no, we all know. We got it. So, <laughs> so milk like porn is where, you're, where it's at? Yeah. No, I mean, I'd, I'd pretty much exclusively only date women in like their early 40s anyway. So, mm, 40s. Smart. Why, yeah. why, let's let's break into the science, because there's a lot to unpack in that yeah. comment right there. So, let's really dive deep here. In their 40s. Yeah. Why 40s, 50s. Basi- basically, you know what it is? It's like, I was so in, because like I was younger, I had like older friends growing up and shit. And like the pop culture that I know, like I'm way more comfortable around women of that certain age than I am now, where I'm just like, where, what the fuck am I doing? This is like. So it's a comfort up. thing. It's it's more of a comfort thing for me, and yes. like, and, and for them, they're always like, oh, look at this guy. He's in his early thirties. Let's let's get on this right yeah, now. Yeah, really. He's got the stamina of a thirty-year-old. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Stamina of like a fucking nineteen-year-old. There you go, dude. Oh take shit! That shot. Take Dumb. that shot. Let's see. <laughs> If there's any MILF listeners on yeah, the podcast, sh- get, get ready to follow we'll, Dom. We'll post his info. Free mustache rides, that's right. <laughs> oh, dude. Okay, so. Okay, cool. So there we go. So we got MILF porn. MILF. Uh, How do which we follow ones? MILF porn? Well, yeah, right. we ask, do you have an interesting story or at what age did you lose your virginity? Yeah, I got it. I, yeah. <laughs> 
So I was in Catholic school, and uh, no, no. Uh, Whoa, you're stepping oh. on my shit, bro. <laughs> no, I uh, I was uh, first time I lost my virginity. I actually I lived in Hawaii at the time. Okay. And, uh, um, was she a mama's son? No, uh-uh, dude. She was uh, she was Howley. She was white, and okay. um, what ended up happening? Um, I was just like, oh, I'm gonna go to a fraternity formal and just get fucking you know loaded because I'm poor and not thinking anything of it, and uh, I ended up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was gay. Lots of lots of paddling there. No, I, t- I took her back. I took her back to my place, and uh, I banged her. And uh, one of my friends, he had found out, you know, one of my close friends, and uh, he just played that orgasmo song. Now you're a man on loop over oh, the phone. I, I, I fucking love that movie. Now you're uh, a I believe man. I believe uh, DBDA did man. that song. Yeah, DBDA. Yeah, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. If no. you don't think that split me open like a turkey on Thanksgiving, you got another thing coming. So I, 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 I fucked her to sleep basically, and then like I went out because he lived in like as you do when they're drunk. Life. Yeah. No, she wasn't drunk. She wasn't drunk at all. You just gave sober. her such sweet dicking. She passed out. Pretty much, yeah. Got, ladies, you better snatch this guy up off the market. He'll put you to sleep with his dick. No, I mean this was like hours afterwards. Oh, okay. My friend fair enough, called fair me. And uh, I went over to his place, and he just kept playing that goddamn song over and over again. So we ended up, you know, uh, hanging out, drinking, and he was like, bro, you want to go to Jack in the Box? Hold on. What song was he playing over? I don't have that song, but if it was me, this is the song I would have played. Shout out to the Yin Yang Twins and the ATL, son. So anyways, tell me more about this MILF you banged. Wait, was she a MILF? No, she wasn't a MILF. No, no, no. She was a college student. You know okay. what? I bet you that's why you like MILFs is because this one. Was she like adequate? Was she? Yeah, she, she was it good, dude? She, she was great. It's vagina. It's vagina. Yeah, right? dude. I mean, you know what? This is true. Way better than your hand. Yeah. But uh, no, I, you know, he was like, bro, you want to go to Jack in the Box? I'm like, yes, I do. So we walked over there. And I'll and upgrade to Curly. I ate like fucking eight tacos. Well, dude, you had all that sex. You needed yeah, your energy back. Exactly. So I walked back. Like, I, I, technically, I ate nine tacos that night. I was totally thinking that, but I was like, Argh. I walked back, uh, walked back, and then uh, I fell asleep in bed, and I'm pretty sure I Dutch oven to her like a couple of times for the oh, fucking man. jack in the box. Wait a minute. Okay, tacos, hold on, bro. hold on. You so know she, those actually aren't soy, but go on. They're kangaroo meat, bro. Yeah. But it's delicious it's anyway. Like platypus <laughs> endangered. Ooh, yum. I love mm. endangered species. Right, I'm going to crack good. a beer right now. There we go. Oh, yeah. So she passed out. You went and got Jack in the Box and you came back to her in yeah. bed? Oh, dude, that's fucking baller Did she say, status. You didn't bring me any Jack in the Box. I don't, I don't think she fucking noticed. She was just asleep. And I wouldn't, yeah, like not pass out, just fucking asleep. Just a plastic back. bag yeah. over her head. Yeah, I dude. don't know. Next day, banged a few more times and that was it. Oh, nice. Yeah. So. Dude, that's pro status right there. Did you wear a condom? Of course I did, dude. I always the second time. Yeah, you know, dude. actually, you have to wash before you use a condom, otherwise, it doesn't have the full effect. <laughs> All right, dude. I mean, it still feels good. Now though. you're talking bullshit. <laughs> it's science. Is it? Run, look, run, I don't know. Look, hey, here. Look, listen here. I'm no scientist, but <laughs> All I know is, is that like, unless I'm requested, no. Can't oh, to it. wear a condom? Dude, can't do it, bro. Oh, no. Do oh, dude, I always out? do it. No. Dude, I pull don't know. Pull out or, or look, you okay. don't even, you fucking go inside of her. No. dirty I, fucking I bastard. do not, okay? I always pull out. I'm a gentleman, okay, first of all. I but secondly, shoot it at her face. Uh, secondly, I think it probably comes to the fact that, like, Sam Kinison was one of my heroes when I was, like, you know, 13, 14. Mm-hmm. And he hated wearing condoms. You know, he had a whole bit on it and shit, you know? Yeah, you dude, I do what your hero does, you know? <laughs> 
Well, you know what? He died young, so that's probably what I'm headed yeah, for. Carrying on the heritage. But no, I don't, like, I don't like doing it. But you know, you have to. It's like wearing a helmet when you ride a bike. You know, or putting your seatbelt on. Well, I look at it this way. I'm like, I don't know. He had this bit, and I, you know what? And it and it just it stuck with me, and it made so much sense. He says, "If you don't trust the pussy, mm-hmm. then why are you fucking the pussy?" And you know what? I've had sex with unquestionable women, and uh, you know what? Wait, unquestionable? They were questionable. They were totally questionable. questionable. All right, you know what? (laughs) Truth bomb, all right? Totally questionable, but you know what? Look, if it's requested, it is. I have a sensitivity issue. I'm like, if I wear a condom, I'm like, plug it in for about an hour, hour and a half. Plug it in? Yeah. Nice. I'm like, dude, I like like the... The feeling is so deadened, I'm like, I might as well just keep, you know... Well, I mean, she's probably dead inside, too, so it it probably makes it more, you know... (laughs) You know what? Have you been listening to my comedy? Because I have a bit about where I'm talking about how uh, everybody was like... You know, girls are allowed to have vibrators, and they can even tell their guy friends, and guys are like, sweet, you got a vibrator. Ooh, you're so empowered. Good for you. Yeah, but I'm like, I look at me, and I'm like, but I buy a fleshlight, and I'm a fucking creep. Fuck you. Yeah, dude, I'm like, you, you know buy what? whatever. Like, I'm like, honestly. and I'm like, I masturbate in public, and I'm a freak? What the fuck? I look at it like this, and I'm like, look, a fleshlight reminds me of a lot of my ex-girlfriends. Parts of them were plastic, and they were also dead inside. <laughs> yes. But that's just what really what it is. So... So Sam Kennison was a guy that got me to like not wear condoms, which is totally irresponsible. But thank you very much, Sam, because it's felt great. But it's anyways, nice to dig deep into the origin story of, of things. Oh, God. My origin story is a fucking mess. But you Ooh, know what? We're going to dive move. into that another day. Yeah. But anyways, so as far as me, like Sam Kennison was one of my heroes. Bill Hicks is my absolute favorite. That's the reason I do stand-up comedy. Like You do comedy. I'm like, who are some of your inspirations, your heroes? So like I didn't get into comedy until like kind of super late. Um, what does that mean? Like, I was 28. Okay. Or so oh, shit. I mean, I, I mean, people have been, gotten into it later. I, I know. But I mean, I've only been in it like three years. I wasn't really into stand-up. I've always been more like just a writer. And I mean, you can tell that through like, I would my love material. to fucking write. Yeah. I would love to write a comedy sitcom. And I would love to. It's it's just, you know, the writing thing. And I, I like stand-up okay. And the, the, the two shows that really got me into like stand-up though, like it kind of, as I grew up, like kind of on the side, you know, like just, I always found them funny where, uh. Insomniac with David Tell. Love it. Love him. I used to watch that shit all the time, man. Because it, and, in and, like the 2000s, yeah, early 2000s. Both, yeah. both, show, both shows that I'm going to bring up are after South Park. Because I love South Park as I grew up in Denver. Have you seen, okay, so David Tell. Have yeah. you seen, uh, he did a new one on Netflix and they called it, uh, it was Two like, Mics. That was it. it bumping was, it was no, like Bumping Mics. Yet, it's no. Bumping Mics yeah, with so him and Jeff Ross. They did a, they oh, did a podcast great, with uh, Rogan and they were talking about it. I think it was Rogan, right? Yeah, they did. And they did. Yes. I listened to that and I was like, man, I need to fucking watch this. I haven't watched it yet. I've seen I, all three episodes. Yeah. It, they're, they're worth a watch. Okay. Um, Cause they pull up like celebrity friends, like Bob Saget and shit. They pull him up and stuff, right? Gilbert Godfrey is there. Bob Saget. They have another, one of the first episodes has got, uh, uh, Nikki Glazer, who I actually saw at the comedy she's, store, she's funny, too. dude. Nikki Glazer is fucking hysterical. Her, her podcast with Rogan, dude, it's hilarious and hot. What I love, dude, let me let me put it this way as close as we're sitting right now, which mm-hmm. is extremely close. I was this close when Nikki Glazer performed at the comedy store. Mwah. She's yeah. so beautiful. She but I'm, uh, I'm actually, when I went to the comedy store, I'm, uh, Whitney Cummings called me a pedophile. <laughs> Yes, and I and I was like, you know what? The can greatest I, moment of my can life. Can I high five you, Whitney? <laughs> Basically, she was like talking about how guys are creepy and like they're skeevy. I won't go into the whole. I mean, bit. one look at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, know. you mean like every lady comic bit? Yeah, Basically, exactly. Guys are creepy. Yeah, but she like 
So she said something about how like, like I know what your next joke. And, and she's gonna like, be. "Listen here, guys, swiper no swiping." Well, I have God kids. I don't have kids of my own, but I have God children. They made me watch that horrible show, and so I started laughing because I knew what that was from, yeah. Dora the Explorer. And she looked and she goes, "Well, we know where the pedophile is." And I was just kind of oh, like, "Oh, because you watch children's shows, so I you're." Like, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, totally, it was, yeah. no, it was a totally cleverly crafted yeah. joke. But I was Brilliant. like, you know what? Listen here, Whitney. Listen. <laughs> Okay, Listen, I hear Cummings. Let, if let, that's your real name, let me just tell you that Chris D'Elia fucking carried your show, which is why it lasted more than one episode. But do you remember? Do you remember him? Not to sidebar this shit at all. No, there was this old, do it. There's this old TBS show called Glory Days where he was uh, in it. I was hoping it was like you were his, gonna say Glory Holes. Oh uh, well, Glory Holes is also <laughs> that a was good a different show. show. Yeah, he was but, in that too. But I'm it sure. was it was like a frat in the '80s, and he played like this guy who'd been in college for like ten years. It was like his first non-stand up, like first fucking role. He was it any this, good? Like, old hippie show was all right. Terry Polo was in it, a model, and she is hot as shit still. <sighs> Smoke show. Yeah, but uh, no, Chris D'Elia was in it. He played this guy named Stankowski. <laughs> Like, totally oh, like YouTube Leo's last shit. Name. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he played me. It was yeah, based played, on me. He played Leo Scripchak. No, but trust me, like, check that check that stuff out. That was the first time. I didn't even know he was a comic at that point. Because like I said, I don't really follow comedy. And uh, just to jump back into the previous conversation, yeah. the other show that I watched that I absolutely loved and it had my favorite comic now who's on it was a Tough Crowd with Colin Quinn. Oh, yeah. oh, dude, I, Colin I Quinn is fucking Nick, brilliant. Nick DiPaolo is like my all-time favorite, but they'd always have Patrice, Greg Giraldo, I mean, mm-hmm. Louis C.K., Bill they, Burr they was like on there. They had like three panel, like comedy, yeah. comedian panels. And they, would yeah. sh- and they would talk about, because these are like intelligent guys, they would talk uh-huh. about like current events and shit, but make it funny. Yeah. And I never really It wasn't knew. scripted either. Yeah. It was just their, like, it was, it was like pre-podcast. Yeah. yeah. And it was just really good it wasn't even stand up but mm-hmm. I was I always loved watching that I like, totally remember that I, it was I, on Comedy Central I believe yeah right? it was after South Park that's why I said like both shows like Insomniac Tough Crowd speaking of uh, South Park have you seen the the was it Seven Days of Air I think or Five Days of Air yeah dude that's nuts you seen right? that shit yeah they, oh, they make the, that show in a week they yeah. make a, an episode of South Park in one week and they just have the writers just fucking sleeping at the office and shit and just writing it and then they have the excuse me I'm, I'm burping because I'm drinking beer but have you seen it leo i have not you gotta watch it dude it's good shit it's awesome so is it like how they do they go through like how they create the show yeah like like create a show for a week like what they go through because they do a new and they fucking bring the the cassette or whatever to uh the airing station and go here you go put this in play Boom! Fucking live broadcast to Comedy Central, dude. That's fucking like, ballsy. At the wire, and, and honestly, it is ballsy. They, dude. they, um, the reason they're able to stay so fresh is because unlike The Simpsons and Family Guy and other they, shit, where they have weeks to take or it to months, Korea, they they can do stuff like instantaneously. Mm-hmm. Before they were doing like the story arcs of the last couple of years, they would just come out with shit like in a week. Yeah, and because, well, did you watch the new South Park, the new season? I haven't I seen have, the newest. One, I have no. to be honest. So, like, I love South Park. Mm-hmm. I think it's absolutely brilliant. Every episode I see is usually really good. I just haven't really sat down and watched an episode in like the last like three or four years. It, I'm like that with The Simpsons, man. I yeah. love The Fucking Simpsons. I've been watching it since the beginning. I haven't watched a lot of the new stuff, but every now and then I'll sit down and watch a new episode because I'll record them and I'll keep them all. And sometimes I'll just delete them and not watch them. Sometimes I'll watch them. Yeah. But if I watch them, I guarantee you I'll fucking watch the next episode, the next episode. I'll, so I'll watch two or three episodes in a row. But with South Park, they're so they're so timely with their jokes. You know, they're they're so relevant and current. 
every fucking episode on this latest season of South Park has pretty much had a school shooting. Yeah. So every episode has like a school oh, shooting. Oh, for real? So it's like, yeah, fuck, dude. like that's, that's, that's a heard, dark yeah. fucking joke, but it's accurate. You know what I mean? Like at the beginning of the show, they'll just have school, like, bullets, you know, sounds coming from the school, and then they go on and do the episode, which has nothing to do with the fucking school shooting, which the first episode of the season did have something Yeah, that do. was like the big, like, uh, Yeah, it was, and deal. it was like, it was like, there was a school shooting, but that wasn't even the big deal. The big deal was that, like, Stan got in, like, fight with a bully or something, I don't know. <laughs> and so they were like, what about that other thing? You're like, you mean the school shooting? No, the other thing. Dude, I hope oh, it's yeah. like a Randy Marsh overreaction episode, because <laughs> those are my favorite ones. But yeah, so... Dude, his so dad, it's, it's Randy Marsh, is one of the greatest, oh. like, my, my, the mm-hmm. medical marijuana episode, where he's got the giant nuts. fucking ball sack. That shit was fucking comic genius. No, the, the one where he gets pulled over for drug driving and he goes, hold what on. What seems he, to be the officer problem? He, he, he gets a piece of gum and he puts a piece of gum in his mouth. Yeah. And he's like, hold on. And he's chewing gum and the cop comes up and he's like, hey, you been drinking? And then they're like, you have a problem and all this thing. He's like, no, I got in trouble for drunk driving one time. I don't have a drinking problem. I don't know why you guys in AA are so crazy and it was it was an AA episode. Because he like overreacted because they told him it was a disease. So yeah. he like ended up looking like fucking Franklin Roosevelt in a wheelchair with a blanket on. Oh my like, god. Because he thought he had, he's like, Stan I have a disease. I'm sick. <laughs> so he basically looked like his dad in the, in the show? Pretty much, yeah. Marvin Marsh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Marvin, that's his dad's yeah. name. I fucking love his grandfather. Grandpa, <laughs> why are you <laughs> Oh, Billy! <laughs> <laughs> I remember South Park, honestly, that was like, that was my first closer when I got into comedy, was because I can do a pretty good well, Eric Park, Cartman. South Park was around like 2000s, like no, early, no, nine, late, late 90s. 90s. Late 90s, but out. like, it was, uh, it was I didn't, a big deal I didn't, where I, I didn't get into mm-hmm. comedy, uh, I've been doing it about five years now, so I was, about, I was about 33 when I finally like broke down and was like, alright, let's try this out, because my buddy Nate uh, went and did an open mic at laughs actually and he was like dude it's the greatest feeling ever you got to try this out yeah and so like my closer because i could do a pretty good eric carmen mm-hmm. i did like you guys you guys yeah tell it tell it and i did an eric carmen <laughs> getting a blowjob joke which you dude, have to come i remember see. that one yeah. yeah that was like my very first closing bit that i ever did and like i rode that for a long time and then i finally like like most jokes i get like i don't know i have a problem because i know that like if i kept doing jokes and i like really honed in on them I could really make them like something great but I get so bored I have ADHD like a motherfucker like if I don't come up with at least one new bit a week Mm. I'm fucking like dude I can't do this anymore like I can't and I just fucking see the thing with me is like I'll think of something and I'll go deep into it and I'm like oh that's fucking hilarious I should write this down and then I don't fucking write it down and then I think about it later I go what was that fucking funny thing you know what dude You've just described every night that I get high. Yeah, so, I, okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> no. So, no, but sometimes I'll grab my phone, and it has a voice recording, and I'll fucking record the entirety of the joke, timing off and everything, but basically the summer, summary of it, and I have a bunch of those, and sometimes I'll listen to them, and I'm like, ah, oh, this is fucking horrible. <laughs> hey, Jeff. Yeah. Welcome to comedy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many fucking but, but jokes. But I don't want to delete it because I'm like, oh, I could maybe make this into something else. Literally, <laughs> if I pull up my fucking uh, my notebook on my yeah. phone where <laughs> I just, just fucking... Ra- shit. It's shit that I'll like pull up and I'm like, where the fuck was I going with that? <laughs> yeah. I have zero fucking clue. Well, Seinfeld did an episode on that. Remember when he wakes up in the middle yeah, of the night? Yeah, and it's all crumpled up. Yeah, dude, he's that's like, so good. And he shows oh. it to everybody. He's like, what does this say? And it's like, oh, uh, two teaspoons. 
teaspoons of salt and one sugar. Yeah. Or Nobody can read it or yeah. like at the hotel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, good man. stuff. Hey, the other thing. So I had a, a bunch of other stuff. We're like almost nearing an hour. I don't care. I mean, are you guys good? Dude, I'm, I'm fine. Fucking great. Because yeah. I, I like. If we go over an hour, I don't give a fuck. But I try to aim for at least an hour. Yeah. You know what, bro? I'm like, What's I'm up? buzzing. So, and so I'm am I, man. It. So am I. Anyway, so I think we need another shot. Yes. Yes. So, I'll go grab that. All right. So you Word. go grab that. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to talk about The Office. I love The Office. You watch yeah. The Office, Tom? I've seen bits and pieces. Bits and pieces. Yeah. I, I, I have watched beginning to end probably seven or eight times. Nice. I'll, I'll, it's it's almost like a therapy show for me, and and this is like a whole thing online too. People like stream The Office, watch The Office, and in the background as like kind of a, a oh there you go pop yeah. that cork. Um, I'm just gonna pass you my shot glass. And so they watch The Office. Anyways, uh, I wanted to really hone in on one specific episode, season right. four, episode fourteen. Okay. Which if you were to Jesus watch Christ, this, that's very specific. Yeah, this yeah. is just off the top of my head. So this right. is how well I, I'm aware of it. I don't have it written down or anything. Um, so anyways, the episode title is Goodbye Toby. And Toby is the HR representative Yeah, he's kind of like the bitch of the office. Yeah, basically. yeah. Michael yeah. hates him. The manager yeah. hates him. Anyway, so when you watch this episode, uh, it's actually a two-part episode. When you watch it on Netflix, it's like 49 minutes or something like that. So anyways, um, in this episode is the first time that you see Holly, which is Michael's love interest. Anyways, what I was saying was... Um, I knew that we were having a guest on the podcast today, so I got, you can hear that, those are the cards. Oh, Oh, shit. shit. Yes, with questions written on them. Oh, no. And uh, (laughs) if you guys have not seen this episode, this entire bit will not make sense. So I'm so (laughs) glad both of you guys love The Office. You know what? Fuck it. I'm in. I'm doing fucking Sorry, do it anyway. I totally forgot to cheers and I just chugged a oh, shot. Let's do so another, one. another one. Okay, let's let's before right. I do this because I'm not this. sure about it. Let's just fucking do this. All right. Clank. All right. Merry Christmas. Salut. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Salut. Or as they say in Poland, Prost. No wait, that's German. Never get it. Yeah. Nostrovia. Mm. So, anyways, Nostrovia right. it is. It's Russian, Ooh. I think. Though. Yeah. You know what? We were invaded several times. By the Germans and the Russians, so you know what? We pretty much got fucking boned. I have a joke about a Polish guy and how a Polish person ties their shoes, but it doesn't. It won't make sense on the podcast. I'll show you later. <laughs> Please do, because I'm Polish and I want to know how to yeah, tie I my shoes, insult asshole. You. So, all right. So here we go. Uh, if you guys are familiar with uh, Goodbye Toby, season four, episode fourteen totally. in the office, yes, this will make sense. If you know not, what? I've watched not, it a million it doesn't times. Doesn't make sense. So, so I was coming up with a list of questions, right, to ask our guest. And I wrote them on a card. So here we go. Who who do you think you are? Within the office or just in like life in no, general? Just, who do you think you are? Who do I think I am? I'm a guy that likes drinking, doing comedy, and uh, making a steady living, and hanging out with friends. That's basically it. That's me to a T. Okay. <laughs> I'd concur with that. What uh, What gives you the right... Oh shit! All right, I know where this. Oh no, my goddamn rat is an American citizen. <laughs> That's pretty much the extent of the bit. I had these cards. Yeah, hold I, on. No wait, okay. you're right as an American citizen. Now, I, I don't want you to do your America. bit on the podcast, but do you remember? Uh, uh, Mighty Ducks. What do they call the fucking rich kid? What's his name? Dude, I get that all the time. I'm basically the Adam Banks of Tucson comedy, cake eater. 
Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jakey, do you want to play some real hockey? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, dude, I, I, I dude, apparently, apparently that's a thing. Like I found out, like through like mighty research. Ducks? No, not Mighty Ducks, but like cake eaters, like a real thing, I guess, in Minnesota. Uh-huh. Like the kids that live in the rich area of like the Twin Cities, they They're- call them cake eaters. Because it's the whole Marie Antoinette thing, let them eat cake, like that rich attitude. Okay, all but right. The people that live in places like Edina and shit that are like really nice, they um, they've taken that as like a badge of honor. So they're like, oh, I'm a fucking cake eater. I don't give a shit, dude. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, it was so funny because like we were coming up with stuff to put on the soundboard, and I was like, dude, fucking, we got to get something from D two because Dom's got this great bit oh, on yeah. fucking about the Mighty Ducks <laughs> and fucking how we defeat Iceland. It's Grace, <laughs> fucking Gordon Bombay. Fucking, you know what? I'm switching to a Mexican beer. Let's do this. I Dude, was drinking Gordon, IPAs earlier, but you know what? Let's just get crazy. Gordon Bombay should coach every team ever. <laughs> you know what? That was like the best hockey movie ever, besides Goon and Goon 2. Dude, Goon is, oh. God. Oh, man, I've walked I past that, that DVD at the rental store at least 50 times. I feel like if my parents like didn't care about my upbringing, I would have ended up like Jay Baruchel and Goon. Like, you, right, dude. Jay Baruchel is the shit. You know what's the funniest thing to me about is uh, I watched a documentary because I love hockey. I'm from Detroit. Oh, about the uh, the the actual goon. The actual Doug goons. Lad. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And they were talking about uh, Wayne Gretzky. Actually, yeah. was on that documentary. And when he got traded from the Edmonton Oilers over to the L.A. Kings, yeah. his one and only demand people would be like, "Oh, how much money did he demand?" No, no. He just demanded that Marty McSorley, who was his Go with teammate, yeah. he was like, if Marty... Because well, his enforcer. Yeah, right. Marty McSorley, like, before he like copped Donald Brashear in the face with a stick, he was like the ultimate enforcer in the NHL in the 90s. He was pretty big. And in the late 80s. I'm like, I remember watching through that whole documentary, though. Again, being a Red Wings fan, I found this to be so much more imp- <laughs> impressive. I used to be a Red Wings fan. <laughs> yeah, was that before or after you got your Red Wings, bitch? I was trying to make a Red Wings joke. I knew that's where you're going. I was miles ahead of you, but it's okay. Uh, Look, go on with the Red Wings. So it was great because they had uh, one of the guys from the uh, Broad Street Bullies, the Philadelphia Flyers. From the 70s. From the 70s. And he uh, actually played into the 80s and 90s. And he, uh, he was talking, he goes, when we played Detroit, I looked at every guy on my team and I said, you do not Fucking touch Steve Eisenberg. Oh yeah, no. Because if you do, I'm gonna have to fight Bob Probert, who died. Dude, Bob Probert was a Dude, fucking monster. Bob Probert would take down a bag of cocaine and your woman <laughs> and fucking whoop your ass on the ice any fucking day of the I'm, week. I'm sure you remember this. I've always been a Pens, a Pens fan because of like Lemieux and Yager and all those guys. Like as I was growing up, and and you know because what? Because Colorado didn't have a team, and you know what's so funny? I identified with them. But in the '90s, those were just bloodbaths. I just oh. talked to a friend at work who is a huge hockey fan, and I told her, I said, you know what's funny? Is as much as I hated the Avalanche during that that time yeah. period, I respected the fuck oh, totally, out of them dude. because they were tough. They could score, and it was a great hockey moment. But the problem that I have now is I hate the Pittsburgh Penguins. Not when they had Lemieux. <laughs> not when they <laughs> had you fucking hate Cindy Young. Kid, don't you? Dude, Cindy Crosby is the biggest oh, bitch no. in hockey. Bullshit. He's the most talented player in hockey. Uh, okay, I'm a, I would go ahead and up you, Austin Matthews, because well, I mean, I'm talking over like, the last ten. I'm years. like Sidney Crosby couldn't even take one testicle from Austin Matthews. Remind me, as remind as me as when uh, Austin Matthews, uh, you know, wins a cup or. Kind of uh, I would say like this that. year he's going to hoist his first one. We'll I'm like, but Cindy that. Crosby was, you know, much like, uh, you know, Rocky Balboa. 
survived on the life and the hype of a Russian, Evgeny Malkin, who fucking won him Dude, a cup. Dude, G- Gino is a badass, and fucking, I love Phil Kessel. <laughs> Dude, God. Phil Kessel's Dude. a cunt, but he's a great player. Yeah. Oh, but, uh, you know, I know Jeff I know Jeff is not really a hockey fan. No, no, go on. I'm listening. But I'm soaking it in. Yeah, soak it in, brother. But I'm just saying, like, you know, I respected the Avalanche because they were tough, and I remember... Do you remember what, when uh, Patrick Waugh and Mike Vernon tried to beat the shit out of each other? That, that was, was one of so the... funny. And then Osgood and, and yeah, fucking... Yeah, Osgood and Waugh. Wasn't yeah. there a guy that tried to kill someone with their skate? Happy Gilmore? Yeah, um, that was Happy. Oh, yeah. But, you know, but the great part about that was, is I still have it on loop, is the greatest moment ever. So, the Colorado Avalanche had a player who I respected as a tough guy, but I hated him just the same, was Claude Lemieux. Oh, dude, I hate that guy. I still, Claude oh. Lemieux took a cross-check to Chris Draper and he re- busted his face. His face. Yeah, he dude, had, he, like, rearranged his face. This guy had to get a fucking <laughs> surgery to repair his face because this guy busted his teeth out. But guess what? what? He had a guy on his team that was called Darren McCarty. Dude, he, like, attacked him. He the just first turtled, time, yeah. the drop of the puck, five guys... They each have five. They all fucking started punching each other at the drop of the puck. They weren't even there for the game. And Claude Lemieux, who was this big tough guy, turtled turtled like a little bitch and got sucker punched by by fucking Darren McCarty. That's why I can't respect him because he didn't fight back. Oh, no, he he didn't. didn't. He never fought back. Never fought back. Once he found a guy who would punch him. It goes deep in hockey, huh? You got to fucking. So, anyway, the main part about hockey was we were talking about the Mighty Ducks, talking about Goon. You look like Liv Schreiber. Oh, in man. that movie, dude, that's where he was going with Ross it. the Boss Ray. Oh yes. my god, dude, Ross the Boss. I'm getting a fucking Woody just talking about him. That guy was the go ultimate on. goon, ultimate goon, dude. He was fucking great. But I, I love that movie. But by, goon, watched, by goon, what do you mean by goon? Okay, so goon is is the derogatory term given to a hockey player who is good at fighting, but not much enforcer, else. Enforcer, yeah, basically. he's the enforcer. He, he can barely skate. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't really shoot. Happy Gilmore. Yeah, exactly. Well, back yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. See, and but when I watched that documentary, it was funny because they were talking about it, and they do not have fighting in European hockey. No, no, Russian hockey. I don't even think they have it anymore. No, they don't. Which well, I'm like, Russians don't have fighting. It's, what are you talking it's, about? It's a wide open game. It's is made it just its way a high stress NHL. game that makes you want to fight, or is it like uh, like an environment like oh the American league so, so wants you to it's, fight? It's a physical so. game, so basically you have goons on your team mm. to protect your best players. Right. Oh, and, so. which is why. Wayne Gretzky demanded that Marty McSorley have his back because the in, reason nobody he would fight with, off the, the other reason guys. nobody fucked with Gretzky was because McSorley was just such a maniac mm-hmm. that like if you even tried to touch him he would go after you and basically beat seven shades of shit out of you. Oh. And the greatest oh, part about it, interesting tactic. Though. Even Wayne Gretzky yeah. in this documentary, he was talking and he goes, "I would have been half." the player that I am, Mm -hmm. if it were not for Marty McSorley. Mm. And they interviewed these guys who, when they outlawed, well, they haven't outlawed it yet, but they've definitely toned down the fighting in the NHL. There's no more... It's there's no more enforcers, but these guys would try to like catch on in European leagues where they don't have fighting, which I don't know how the hell they got a job, but... Did they get in trouble for fighting there? They do, and basically what they were saying was is that all of the skilled players in the foreign leagues Uh get injured at a higher rate than they do in the NHL because there's that. no fucking repercussions. Yeah, because people are, people are fucking with them. Yeah, they're basically yeah. like cross. Oh, if you injured the good and, guy, then and, your team will and fucking ho- win. Ho- hockey is a sport itself. It's so physical yeah. that you're going to take full advantage of that. Like if somebody drops a hat trick in on you, you're going to want to nudge him. Mm-hmm. And if there's nobody there on his team that you're not afraid of who will like basically 
kick the crap out of you, mm. it's free reign. You can you can get away with it. Speaking of Denver, like yeah. there was a gentleman like the that used to play for the Colorado Avalanche who was one of the baddest, and he was in this documentary, Sean fucking Parker. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was in this documentary, he, he was like... white. He's... Well, dude... He's Generally played, hockey. <laughs> he plays hockey, in case you didn't hear that first part. Oh, yeah. There's like four fucking black hockey players. <laughs> and mainly, you know what? The re- if we want to get demographical, the reason no, we, that is... No, we don't, but yeah, go on. The reason is, is because it costs a fucking shitload dude, to play it's hockey. it's a ton, uh, yeah. Dude, it costs about 600 bucks to play junior hockey a season. You know what it costs for, like, basically a basketball to go to your local fucking, you know, YMCA, YMCA or just, like, a local court? Nothing. Hockey uh, is, like, one of the most It's kind of like, well... That's why so many rich white people play lacrosse. Like, kind of like cheerleading, <laughs> too, though. Like, cheerleading is, yeah. is an extremely expensive... You know, sport. I don't know if we want to dig it's into It's definitely that. not a sport. Oh, we want to go there then, huh? Dude, look. It's boobs and ass. Okay. Well, like, you, you know, like... No, 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 Leo. Like, there's flipping involved. Competitive. Oh, it's <laughs> flipping no, boobs No, I mean, no. I, I agree. I mean, it, it's like... I, I, I don't know if I would say it's a sport, but it's a mm. physical activity. Like, it's like gymnastics. Nobody watches it. Except for the fact that they're wearing tight-fitting clothes and mm. boobs and ass. And I look saw like, uh, Bring It On. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm basing my entire like. I'm uh, just joking. You know, you know. Uh, I I used to work at a movie theater when Bring It On came out. Oh yeah, yeah, it was a big deal back then. It was. Was a, it? Yeah, it was man. None of the sequels fucking mattered, but the first one. You know yeah, why? Because minorities were involved. Oh, sorry. The no, the first one had East Compton, dude. Yeah, right. Now, was yeah. it an East Compton yeah, thing? it was East Compton, dude. Don't even fucking challenge me on this shit right now. Dude. You know what? <laughs> I will, the fa- the fact that I will the, recite every cheer in that The movie. fact that there was no NWA in any of their routines made it fake <laughs> to me. I'll just say that. Oh, Seriously. Shit. All right. So, um, okay. So right. No, no, no. Here we go. Oh, no, I, I got nothing. I just want to interrupt you. I'm just oh, you with dick. You. <laughs> Anyways, so doing stand-up, <laughs> what is the strangest or most bizarre situation you've ever been placed into doing comedy oh, dude this is easy so like i was in it maybe a month or two and you remember that old mic at mr heads i do i do so you know it would start at like 10 cack and polly or whomever was running it would start at like later than it should have been and uh i go up i'm like i'm green i have no idea what the fuck i'm doing at the time and uh, during the set i'm like halfway in the order like i'm in the middle and from the very beginning, there was one dude who was just, like, heckling the comics. And he wouldn't stop. This drunk guy he just wouldn't stop. And it pissed off another audience member so much that maybe, like, two or three comics before me, he started yelling at the heckler during the people's sets. No shit. So like another like audience yeah. member was yelling at the heckler. Yeah, because he oh, was shit. like, "That's like some next level." Dude, I know. Fourth. I was like, "That's breaking the fourth wall." I was here, like, people. "Is this is this Inception?" Like, I have no idea. So like, I finally go up. I'm just kind of like, "Oh my god, whatever." I, I maybe I should just get an MBA now. I quit. But <laughs> I, uh, anyway, we go. Uh, I go up. I start doing my bit, and they f- f- start fighting during my set. Like cool. fist fighting? Like yeah, like legit you fighting. You should have called it out, dude. They, well, that's kind of what I did. I just basically refereed it like a Mari Povich or Jerry Springer yeah. type ding, thing. Ding. I, yeah, I have no idea. And they separate them or whatever, and then I get back to doing like jokes that I had at the time. And uh, <laughs> Eric like, there. Yeah. So you know what bothers me? Yeah. Uh, these lines for complaint lines. What? Oh, I don't fucking. What's know. the deal with airline food? No. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, I go up. 
you know, I'm doing my shit. And then in the middle of my set, I don't know if you know how Mr. Heads is laid out. Oh, yes, I like do. There's like the gate on the side, and then there's the um, like wicker fence above. One of the guys, after they kicked him out, goes over and they fucking start fighting again. Ah, no During, way. Yeah, dude. Legit. And I had heard a story where apparently something similar to that happened before I started comedy, where a dude, he got. His arm got impaled on one of those spikes. I heard that story, yeah. but I have not. I, I was not there. It was. It was so. It was so surreal. And like at that point, I think if I had quit, I would have been like, "All right, well, I had a good run. This is just like not for me." Yeah, exactly. Sad shit. <laughs> but then the 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 weirdo demon in me was like. Let's we'll just let's we'll just roll the dice and see yeah. where this goes. But that was like the <laughs> most people that have been worse situations and I mean, than this. <laughs> I've done I, well. Uh, and another one I'll say um, I won't name the comic, but it was a book show at Laughs. The headliner was or the feature was on stage, and a woman started arguing with her, and uh, she threw a drink at her on stage. Oh shit! Oh shit! And Laughs doesn't have security, uh-huh. so I'm in the sound room and I see the guy who's hosting. He runs by, right? Mm-hmm. He runs by. And they're arguing. I'm thinking like, oh, these two broads are just going to tire themselves out or whatever. Yeah, cat fight. And it, it starts and it's like cat fight, cat fight on. Like, you know, a fight fight. So I have to go in and break this shit up. I'm in the sound room. I'm like 12 <laughs> beers deep. Why, why do I need to do this? But I'm thinking like I have to protect, you know, the talent. And this woman who's in the audience is way out of line. And that's the... Yeah. I've, I have never seen two women fight before that. Which is like really weird. Like when I tell people that story, they're like, "Really?" I'm like, "No, I never was seen it. it on a scale of one to a million." No they were at a comedy club. They were yeah. fucking treaches at best. I bet it was no, so no, 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 no. <laughs> for the uh, for the uh, for the comic on stage, very attractive. Oh shit! Damn. Yeah. A fun. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Was hold she funny? On. Yeah, she was good. So wait, she was hot and she was funny. Yeah. Damn, that's like a fucking that's a unicorn right there. <laughs> Jesus. All right, there we go. Yeah. So that, 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 those stuff. are my those are my weird stories. So when you went to Mr. Heads, I'm like, I remember the first time I performed at Mr. Heads, I was like, I think I did like four or five sets. I go to Mr. Heads and there's these two frat guys in the crowd. Oh, the, is is one of them the one that looked like McLovin? From Superbad? It's dude, certainly possible. I used to give him shit because he was from Colorado. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't remember what they looked like. All I remember is they were match- wearing matching polos. Because Ooh. I go, second joke in, and they're already talking shit. And the guy's like, hey, how about you say something funny? And oh. instantly, and I was like, you know what? Your mom's off tonight, bitch. We're fucking focusing on you. So for the next ten minutes, <laughs> all I did was rip... These two frat guys about date rape and about pretty much any preconceived like frat notion you have. Dude, that's fucking great. And like I get off the stage and my buddy Nate, who is the reason I got into comedy because he'd done it and he was like, dude, it's great. And I was like, you know what? Uh, I'll try it out. And I got off stage. He's like, bro, that's the funniest I've ever seen you be. He's like, you just ripped those dudes for 15 minutes. Like at one point, the guy, like, one of the dudes was like tapping out and he was like, hey man, how about you move on? And I was like, no, no, no. Hold on a second. You you interjected and you wanted to be part no. of the show the fucking show. Exactly. You are the fucking show. You. Have you ever seen that uh documentary Heckler? No. Uh you know what with Jamie Kennedy? Yeah, with Jamie yes. Kennedy. I haven't seen that before. It's actually really good. It's he, actually pretty decent. He talks about and he interviews a bunch of comedians who talk about hecklers and and the the main point from that was 
There has never been a heckler in a comedy show that has made the show better. A heckler never, will always no. make it, the show worse. Look, if you're out there and you're like, you know what? I have something interesting to add. Shut up. Yeah, Stop shut it. the fuck up. Drop it. This look, person is a professional and yeah. they will shred you. And not only that, they have a fucking microphone and you don't like wedding singer. <laughs> no basically. one knows what the yeah. fuck you're exactly, saying. Like and they know exactly singer. what they're saying. We used, to, we used to do that at Beezy's though. They used to, uh, at that old mic there on the east side. Right, right. They would do like theme nights. And, uh, you know, there was like a core group of us that always went to that. Mm -hmm. So, like, we knew each other on, like, a personal level. And it was actually a great exercise because they knew it. Because they would say the most awful, raunchy, and horrible things to you while you're on stage. Cool. And you just deal with it. And, yeah. like, I think that Does it make you, you better as a comedian? I think? think it does because you either address it. And one of the things I've found if I don't want to address it is I just talk faster. you got to freestyle louder. it, though, yeah, right? Like, exactly. you got to either deal with it or not deal with it. But the way you handle it has to make somehow make the show yeah, go on. Yeah, because it, these idiots are going to run out of steam at some point. Yeah. And if they, if they give you something which you can just You came with ammo, though. It. They yeah. just came Precisely. ready to drink, yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, Louis C.K. actually had it in the show Louis. And oh, that woman bit? Yeah, oh, man, that was good. Like, literally, if I can explain to our listeners how it feels to be a comic and you're up on stage and somebody's heckling you and they're interrupting your show... He calls her a cunt. Yeah. And some of his comic friends are like, I think you went too far, bro. Oh, because of the cunt? Right. See you next and, Tuesday. And so she comes out and she's like, <laughs> you know, I don't understand like why you call me that. And he's like, look, I'm a comedian. Most of my life you hear that? sucks. That was my cat. Anyway, it sucks. On. Okay. <laughs> and you know what? For five minutes a week, my life doesn't suck. Exactly. And I'm so up on stage, stage and, you're doing and I'm telling my jokes and everything is great. everything go. Right. And he's like, so you know what? When you interrupt a comedian, you are interrupting the only five minutes in their life that doesn't suck. Yeah. So if you're out there and you're like, you know, but I have a lot of good points. No, you don't. Hey, how about you come up to me after the show and shut your goddamn mouth, you know? Talk to me after the show. Woman. I'm totally fine with it. I'm yeah. Look, I'm willing to interact with you. I'm willing to talk to you, but when you interrupt me on stage, you're fucking up the five good minutes I have a week. As I've talked about on the podcast, Jeff used to work in food service. I work in food service. I'm a bartender and a server. And every day of the week, I have to eat a plate of shit. Yeah. So for five minutes, I get to be in control. I get to say what I want to say. And I get to do what I want to do. You can be as creative as you possibly want that your work basically restricts you from being. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, dude, there's things I would love to say to the people that I fucking deal with on a daily yeah. basis. Oh, but you know you. what? I can't. I have to swallow that. So when I get on stage... Littlest violin. Here we go. Uh, yep. I get, to, I get a chance to finally be me. So lo- what I'm saying is is that Louis C.K. fucking nailed it. Yeah, in that, that episode. Yeah. Is basically trying to tell this heckler that you do not add anything pertinent to the show but back that, to those is that before or after he masturbated into a long point? before oh, well look, i mean it was probably during it's probably I mean, during look yeah. if i look, I look mean, if i if i'm being honest louis ck to me masturbating in front of somebody like i do a bit on stage and i won't redo the bit but is it where you masturbate Thanks for just ruining the well, bit. Now, if you guys you, come see me, you would have read about Shit. that in the Tucson papers. Look, what I'm saying is, is that when, like, when Louis C.K. got in trouble for that, mm-hmm. I fucking fully support Louis C.K. and I don't care who the fuck knows it. 
The fact of the matter is, is he asked each of those women if he could whip his dick out and masturbate. I masturbate every fucking time I get up on stage because I'm demanding your laughter and your laughter is my <laughs> orgasm. That is the X-Files of this shit, okay? I get up there and I'm jerking my fucking words into a microphone and I'm demanding that you laugh. And when people don't laugh, I feel bad about it and I go home and I cry. And masturbate. And masturbate with my <laughs> my tears as lubrication. But when you Beautiful. do laugh, it's a fucking... Work of art. It's a great fucking masturbation technique. Yeah. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, is that literally, like, these guys that I tore apart, thank you. Because it was the most cathartic thing I've ever done. In 15 minutes of comedy, I ripped you apart, made you the focal point of my show. I abandoned every joke that I ever wrote. And I oh, yeah. just focused on you two little hose bags that decided to interject yourself. So if you do heckle... Just be prepared that the comedian is going to tear you to shreds. Mm-hmm. We are armed, like you said, to the teeth. <laughs> and you've probably done this before. Exactly. They probably have not. You're just this a, is your first time and you're seasoned drunk. veteran. <laughs> Here, let me ease so, you on in. Just fucking deal with it, is what I'm saying. Is. All right, so, so um, being that this is our Christmas Eve Eve episode, and there's probably not going to be another Christmas episode in a while, I wanted to talk a little bit more about Christmas movies. Yeah. So, Dom, have you watched any Christmas movies lately? Besides Die Hard? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, uh, Bad Santas. That, Bad, that one is the always The one a and two? Or just... Oh, the first... I, don't, first I haven't one. seen the second one before. No, I haven't either. I, I, I don't want to uh, uh, waste my time with that. Oh, shit. They, that, uh, that's one of those situations where the first movie was so epic, so yeah. good, that you don't want to even watch the second one, because if it's not good... It's going to ruin your image. Do you know what movie's much, like yeah. that for me? Uh-huh. Super Troopers. I have not seen the sequel. Even though I really... F- they were all, I, I, look, I have I, those I, guys... I, I'll say this about the sequel to Super Troopers. I've uh-huh. seen it. It won't ruin the first one, okay. but it's definitely not as good. Not as like, good? Not, not Just not like with Dumb and Dumber. I watched Dumb and Dumber, the sequel... It was nowhere near as good. But the thing is, is you have to, like you said, Leo, in, before, in a previous episode, you said you have to watch things with a prism. So uh, yeah. the, the the joy and craziness that you experience from watching Dumb and Dumber in, what, the 90s or early, you know, probably the 90s. I don't I don't, I don't know when it was made. But the it was early, in the 90s. The, yeah, it was definitely like right around Ninja Turtles time. Um, and so watching that and then watching the sequel you're like fuck like I'm holding it to such a high caliber for me it's always like sequels in general Mm -hmm. it should always be like a continuation of the story and if you're gonna make a sequel or or side stories no if you're gonna do it make it like right afterwards like Godfather 2 Mm -hmm. that's a good one or even Rocky 2 Rocky 2 was great because he ended up beating Apollo or Back to the Future was literally fucking right after or Kill Bill was right after yes exactly like it's a continuation of the whole thing you have Mm -hmm. Set up Star Wars. That's another type of deal. Yes, yes. Um, it, when you wait that long to do sequels, as as creative and as funny as some parts are, it just it doesn't seem right. Yeah, it's, and, it's and hard to recreate yeah, that exactly. feeling you get. You know, it's kind of like like I I I love video games. So so Final Fantasy VII, you know, came out in the nineties yeah. when I was in high school, and it was great. It was on the PlayStation. It was the first game I bought. All that good stuff. Um, but they're making a remake for the PS4. And oh, wow. and I'm thinking like wow like no how, they are not yes they are dude yes uh, they finally are all the rumors of them remaking it for the PS3 never fucking happened PS4 it's fucking gonna happen supposedly it's gonna be a, a two or three part game as well like they're gonna release it in episodes oh, wow. anyways so, you know what can we get the sad music right now because I just wept inside as a fucking person go on 
do not fucking wait too long to remake anything. Yes. Because it's not yeah. fucking worth it. No, yeah. I, you can't. You can't recreate like uh, an emotion that you got from a, a fucking pixelated video game in the '90s that you were like, "Holy shit, this is fucking breakthrough! This is the first time a Final Fantasy game has been in 3D and it's in polygons and it's all this great shit." Yeah. And, and you fast forward now, you can't remake that game that created that emotion you saw you you felt from seeing it the first time when you're like holy shit this is from 16 bit to like 32 bit and it's a huge jump in progression you can't like remake that game and expect to have the same emotional attachment but to it everybody excited about it too mm-hmm. cuz i remember when that game came out it was yeah. yeah it was it was it was you know it wasn't on a nintendo system it was on a sony system anyways the same like logic applies to when you make a sequel, oh, absolutely. you know, I 10, totally agree. 15 years later, yeah. you're like, holy shit, like back then, like a, a whole different brand of comedy was acceptable. Yeah. It's like, and, and, and to that point, it's always a window. Mm-hmm. It's always a window for that sequel. Yeah, like if you don't make it in this amount of time, yeah. you don't even I mean, bother. Kiss a goodbye, maybe do a remake down the road, something like that. Or if, if the story doesn't call for it, let it the fuck go. Let it be. Yeah. Like Bad Santa, singularly as a movie, is a fantastic Christmas movie. It ends perfectly, mm-hmm. you know, for that movie. Why Which, Why do you need to tell that story again? You didn't. And I watched Bad Santa too. Oh, no. And I gave it a shot. Yeah. And it was literally not even close to the first one. Uh-huh. Like, it's like Super Troopers 2. I was high as you can get when I went and saw that. Because why? The movie came out because on 420. Yes, it oh, did. Oh, shit. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, well, no, f- had, had, they, had they made Super Troopers 2 in like 2005, dude, that probably would have been It would have fucking crushed. Because the way that movie ended, you know, spoiler but the, again, the one thing of them is, the is, I think, cops, it would have led to more stories, which would have been cool. Yeah. I, you I think built that they were that. working for years to make it, though. Like, they probably, oh, no, if they it did. was up to them, yeah. it would have come out sooner. It would have but... come out. And you know what? That's one of the things, though, that I do appreciate about the Broken Lizard group. Mm-hmm. Uh, the group that they have is that yeah. they they did a GoFundMe page. They did. Yeah. They just did it too late because that wasn't the era of GoFundMe. I guarantee you it had been like 2003. They would have set up a GoFundMe. Do you want to see Super Troopers 2? Everybody would have been on board. I probably would have fucking put money in that. Oh, I would have too. Honestly. I definitely would have. I, I watched uh, Super Troopers is one of my movies that are up on the pedestal where uh, like, if you could take a movie to a deserted island because oh, I've yeah. watched it. So many times. I had the DVD. I used to put it on, play, and just fucking put it on repeat and have it be on in the background. And I now. fucking knew everything about that fucking movie. <laughs> Those guys were great. And then and then they did, uh, remember uh, Duke's Hazard when they like did a reboot of that? I never fucking You know what? Knoxville. I watched that movie only because Johnny Knoxville was in that no, movie. Okay, so, and, and yeah, and I was a huge fucking jackass. I used to fucking film myself doing stupid Dude, shit me too, all the time. And, and I need to get some of those videos. We need to get those videos <laughs> yeah. for both of you guys. Uh, and so, saying. like, I was never the stunt when they guy. remade that, the, um, guy. the guy Jay Kasharand or what, I don't know. Chan- Chandra Shekar. There you go. Yes. And so... He he like directed or something. Yeah, no, he, he had directed. Something to do with he directed um, Duke's Hazard. Duke's Hazard. And yeah. so and so he has a small part in it where they go to the college comp, you know, like uh, campus, and he like 
looks at them, they drive off, and he goes, "Mother of God," which is the classic, yeah. you know. And he, it's him. And I was, I was, I wasn't sure if that was him at first, but I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that was him. That fucking did that cameo." Mother of God. Mother of God. I, I still have that Do meme it. saved. Yeah. And so, but I've anyways, back to back to quickly. Like, I've always wanted to chug syrup ever since I saw that. Oh movie. yeah, I know. I, and then I, when I watched like the. The commentary, and they were like, it was iced tea. I was like, how oh, fucking dare you? Yeah. I felt you like hurt. You bastard. And so, back to Christmas movies. So, you watched Bad Santa. So, you think that's, is that like top tier for you, or what do you think? Oh, I mean, Die Hard's the ultimate Christmas okay. movie for me. But All then right. Bad Santa, then you move down to like Christmas Vacation. That's another good Dude, yeah, that's Christmas like, that's Vacation. That's on everybody's list. I will watch Christmas Vacation yeah. on January 1st. Yeah, I Fight don't give a fuck. <laughs> we, we, we watch it. We watch it as a family. Uh, my mom, my dad, my sister, and now her husband and her kids and I will watch that on uh, Thanksgiving after dinner. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's been like a family tradition with us, like to watch Christmas Vacation, and it's just like because you know Thanksgiving's over, it's ready for Christmas, and that's just that's just a great movie. Like John Hughes, I mean, <sighs> awesome. For me, like I, I like the my favorite scene in that movie because it just describes my family to a T. I grew up, my mom had six siblings. Yeah, my mom had seven. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, so, I, dude I'm half half and half. I'm Irish and Italian. He's an Italian. So, yeah. Irish and Italian, dude, yeah. yeah. We're Polish and Hungarian. We fucking bred like exactly. fucking you're, monkeys. You're, you're fucking Catholics. That's, yeah. that's what it is. <laughs> exactly. But in that movie, like he has this scene where Chevy Chase is like fucking so disheveled, he's had it. And he's just like, you know what? When Santa squeezes his fat ass down the chimney, he's going to see the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nuthouse. That is my childhood oh, dude. in a nutshell. Yeah. You're going to have fun no matter what, goddammit. We're like, going to okay. be the hap, hap, happiest bunch of assholes since Bing Crosby tap danced with Danny fucking K. K. Yes. <laughs> like, that movie to me, like, I can watch that movie at any time. My favorite fucking line from that movie is when he's sitting there and he's like, his wife, um, Randy Quaid's wife is like, yeah. well, we wanted to call, but Randy wanted it to be a surprise. And he's like, how about it, Clark? Yeah. Are you surprised? <laughs> you know what, Randy? If I woke up tomorrow morning with my head sewn to the carpet, I could not be any more surprised than I am right now. That is my fucking childhood. That is my life. Dude, Chevy Chase was such like a deadpan master back yeah. in those days. Like, you know, oh, God. He owned let's talk about then. like literally like the literally. sadness. Okay. Of how Chevy Chase was my hero as a kid with Caddyshack, the National Lampoon. National Spies Like Us. Spies Like Us is yeah. one of my favorite movies. Him Dude, and Dan right. Aykroyd were the shit. Yep. And I'm like, and that chick in the movie? Smoke shot. I'm pretty sure that's Dan Aykroyd's wife, Donna Dixon. Dude, no way. Yeah, dude, he's married to Donna Dixon. Do you know what? Yeah. Dan Aykroyd just became my fucking dude, Dan hero. Aykroyd's a fucking pimp, dude. Yeah, Dan, didn't Dan Aykroyd invent Ghostbusters? He wrote the Ghostbusters. Yeah, him, and Harold, him and Harold Ramis, I think. Did. Him okay. and Harold Ramis did it together. Uh, and then they fucking made that female version, which, look, I gave it a shake. I watched it, and mm-hmm. it was one of the worst movies I've well, ever seen. That, one of the worst, really? I didn't think it was that bad. That remake, I mean... Okay, it, it wasn't was the, as bad as City thing. Hunter, but it was close. It was the whole thing we were talking about before, though. It's like, let it go. After that sequel, the Ghostbusters sequel, it's like, just let it be. Mm. Don't fucking The Ghostbusters it. sequel is great. I watch that anytime it's on no, TV. No, I mean, I mean, it's fine. It's just like, you waited so long to do it. It, it just, I don't know. I don't know why... Hollywood does that. It's like they're out of ideas. It is. It's it's that, and it, they, you know what it is. It's um, the path of least resistance. 
they know it's easy money. You know, they you know, know it's the, easy the money thing with Ghostbusters, the reboot, it was, um, was it directed by Paul Feig? You know, Feig? Yeah, dude, from F- fucking Heavyweight no, to you know what uh, else he directed? Uh, Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, and you know what yeah. else he directed? Undeclared. Uh, epi- season 4, episode 14, Goodbye Toby of no, The Office. I shit. shit you not. No, he did not. That is the directed ultimate it. callback right IMDB, now. IMDB, that shit, he fucking directed oh that episode, God, as amazing. well as other episodes of The Office. The first time you ever see Holly Flax in the office when Michael Scott falls in love with her and so on and so forth. Anyways, go on, Leo. Back to oh, you. I was gonna say it was like the movie Heavyweights with fucking Ben Stiller. Dude, I love that. I was movie. a That's fat like kid. Oh, dude, movie. I love that dude, fucking like, movie for that era. So I they, hey, heavyweight, heavyweights. Heavyweights. Just... What was the other camp movie? Meatballs. Meatballs. No, 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 no. The other one where with fucking uh, uh, Christopher Lloyd. Camp Nowhere. Camp, oh my god, Camp my Nowhere. Shit. I love that Motherfucking movie. Motherfucking Camp Nowhere and Heavyweights were like, like this is either both spectrums of the heavyweight camp. Yeah. Like, you know what I loved about Heavyweights is it also had the fat kid Goldberg yeah. from fucking Dude, the Mighty Ducks. they basically Ducks. just took all the kids from Little Giants and Mighty Ducks <laughs> and just said, hey, we're in there in fat they camp. They totally did. And, and not, not only that, let me... We're gonna let fatten me, you up and put you in a movie. Let me plug this Camp Nowhere thing in here for my sister who's probably listening oh my god morris look they have those free low-fat sugar free macaroons <laughs> i know exactly what you're yeah dude is that the mall peter scolaro the aerosol cheese guy oh shit dude like the cheese guy yeah, yeah. yeah. it was fucking it was it was christopher, christopher lloyd. lloyd yeah exactly i remember watching that movie because i was like 300 pounds until i was like 30 okay. like i mean i was a, Wasn't a fat joke, god damn it! I don't know how this asshole bullshit. Okay, anyway, (laughs) listen here, Roseanne. I've been fat my whole life. How dare you? I've finally gotten like medium, and like that's a fucking win for me. Extra medium, but no, like I like heavyweights was great. I'm like that to me was one of Ben Stiller's best roles. Oh come on, you devil log! Oh that's so good. I'm like, look. Yeah, everybody's like Meet the Fockers. I'm like, dude, that movie was shit compared to Heavyweights. Dude, I'm it's like, not even close. Like, Dodgeball is the only other movie that's like comparable. Yeah, and not only that, he basically played the same role in Dodgeball as he did in Heavyweights. That's why I love yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It's because he was a fucking skinny guy who like had a fat heart. Had a fat past. Yes, the, uh, he did. He was like rubbing that pizza on his balls. That sick bastard. Outside of outside of uh, where he was the orderly and Happy Gilmore, yeah, it's like Ben Stiller like on film is kind of like, uh, you know, over it, the years. It, which was really funny to me is like, did you ever watch the Ben Stiller show? Yes. Oh my god, dude, that did was you, good. Did yeah, you ever see like Die Hard, Die Hard Twenty Three, Die Fat, or Die Hungry? Was what it was called. No. Oh my god. Oh my god. So he basically plays Die Hard. Yeah. As John McClane, but he's an obese guy. Oh, that's so he's great. like, you know, where he's like, how can the same shit happen to the same guy twice? And he's like <laughs> squeezed in a fucking, like, and basically the air duct, but he's fat as fuck and he's like eating a chicken leg. <laughs> the Ben Stiller show, for those of you who missed it, because it was a really fucking no, short role. I role. mean, you had uh, Janine Garofalo, Andy Dick. I mean, like, the cable guy was written, I think, and directed by Ben Stiller. I mean, like, all the people in that universe, like Judd Apatow, they all work together on the Ben Stiller show. The Ben Stiller show was one of those shows, kind of like a soap opera with yeah. John Candy, that people don't really understand or they haven't really watched. Brilliant. If you want to look at comedy, check that shit out. You know what uh, show the Ben Stiller show reminds me of? Is Mr. Show. Dude, with Ben uh, Ben Odenkirk and David Cross. Was it Steve sure. Odenkirk? 
Ben. Or, it, was, it, was his, it was his brother. When, so, no. I, there's probably Steve brothers. Co- okay, I'm going to fucking Google this you shit know what? right now. But yeah, please keep Google it because I'm this. fucking drunky Brewster. So, um, okay, so so one of so Bob Odenkirk. Bob. Bob yeah. had, uh, what, what, with, uh, what was the other guy he was from? David Cross. David Cross, yes. He they, did the Chipmunk movies for those people who only watched. He was fucking uh, Scary Movie. Uh, also, a two. movie that people need to watch if you haven't seen it is Run, Ronnie, Run. Is that the one with uh, it's got both Simon of Pegg? It's got both of them in it. Was no. it Simon Pegg? No, no, that was Run, Fat Boy, Run. Oh, fuck. Run, Ronnie, Run <laughs> was basically a movie that, like, it was based off a skit off of Mr. Show, which was uh, on the skit they called uh, Y'all Are Brutalizing Me. And it was the the basis for the movie Run, Ronnie, Run, which Ronnie Dobbs, played by David Cross, was a guy, instead of following the show Cops, where they arre- they show the cops like arresting people, mm-hmm. they would follow David Cross as his drunken redneck getting arrested in all these different cities. No shit. The movie, when it was in theaters, nobody cared about it. It's a cult classic. Run, Ronnie, Run. Check it out. It's fucking brilliant. I swear I you. might watch it. You should so. watch it. I'll lend it to you. All right, cool. So, uh, okay, listen, I, I wrote a bunch of shit down from this uh, for this episode, and we're just kind of like all over the place here. But let me try to bring it down. Okay, so I was talking about Christmas movies that we had watched. I was asking Dom, and another movie that I watched recently, again, because you can't watch it just once during Christmas time, is Home Alone, the original Home Alone. I love Home Kevin Alone. McCullough. Macaulay Culkin, before he became a uh, drug addict, was fucking brilliant. So Macaulay Culkin has really come into fucking the spotlight recently. You know, I, I listen to Macaulay Culkin's podcast, and yeah. he, uh, he, the Bunny Ears podcast, and the last episode that they did was probably like a month ago, and he was saying, oh, you know, we're going to take a break. His, his buddy Matt Cohen, that is an actor that he does a podcast with, they're like, we're going to take a break, we're going to do a bunch of shit, and blah, blah, blah. Anyways, one of the YouTubers that I follow, which is uh, uh, James Rolfe, the angry video game nerd. Yeah, yeah. You ever heard of him? Mm-hmm. And so, um, so he did a... Uh, a couple episodes on his YouTube channel with Macaulay Culkin. He did an angry video game nerd where him and Macaulay Culkin play all the Home Alone video games for the Nintendo Super Nintendo. No way. Oh, yeah, they're fucking hilarious. Legit, because dude. Macaulay Culkin, like, I feel like they were kind of freestyling. Yeah. And Macaulay Culkin is fucking funny even still. Right. And so they're playing the game and he's just like all this self-deprecating humor. Kind of like, oh, they destroyed my like character and all this yeah. stuff and all these shitty video games. And then he did a, a big, uh, what is it? Uh, fucking um, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Classic. Oh, dude, fucking great. They, great did a, they did a movie uh, review of that. And then they did like a let's play where they play the page master, which Macaulay Culkin yeah, Macaulay also Culkin was started. Like ninety four ish, yeah. But uh, back to my original point. So back to Home Alone. So I was watching it today, and I was watching from the beginning, you know, to about halfway, and I kind of drifted off after that. But my point was was uh, Kevin McAllister. He got left behind yeah. in the plot. Uh, you know, we all know the plot of Home Alone. So he got left behind. So when in the morning, when you know the power goes out, which he has no control over because it's a storm, it blows a tree into the power lines, and power goes out, and then their their fucking clock goes off, which wouldn't happen today because we all have cell phones and we yeah. set our alarms on batteries and etc. Anyways, <laughs> when they go when they go out to the fucking uh, the the vans that come to pick them up to take them to the airport. Yeah. His sister, the older sister, who looks like 
Oh, shit. What's her fucking name? Um, she reminded me of... Okay, you know the movie Labyrinth? Yes. Yeah. Jennifer Connelly? Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer okay. Connelly. So his model. older okay. sister... Okay, let's just talk stop about right Okay. Fucking smoke show. I fucking love it. I think her. one of the like the Dude, second bl- crush I ever had. First one was Brooke Shields. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Blue Lagoon. Oh yes, Blue yes. Lagoon. Yes. I actually wrote a fucking letter uh, to Brooke Shields when I was like, fucking All right, Happy Gilmore, you, you take it easy. Oh, I was like, Brooke Shields, you sexy <laughs> bitch. He's like, that's assault, brother. <laughs> I'm doing five to ten up in this bitch. That Veronica Vaughn is one piece of ace. I yes, know from experience, on. dude. No, you don't. No, no, not me personally, but a guy I know. Him and her got it on. Woo-wee. No, they didn't. No, 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 they didn't. But you can imagine what it would be like if they did, right? Am I right? <laughs> Anyways, Jennifer Connelly, it's hot. Anyways, uh, on that point, in the 90s and pre, I think that a lot of the Hollywood uh, love interests were brunettes. Yeah, they, had dark they totally hair. were. They did not have blonde hair. Dude, it really wasn't until... Like the two thousands, dude. I think and on. maybe Baywatch kicked that off with the. Yeah. Blondes. I, you know what? Really, I think you're right. Baywatch really is when did. the blondes mm-hmm. finally mm-hmm. took oh, it. Baywatch, Baywatch, and Melrose Place. I think Jen those Jen were the two. Oh, dude, Melrose Place. I used dude, to watch the, that for those hot bitches. If the, you if the Steel- fucking loser. If the Steelers <laughs> weren't on Monday Night Football, I would always watch Melrose dude. Place. Nine oh two one oh. Heather Locklear is the opposite of gay. Heather Locklear. Oh, Courtney Thorne Smith. Courtney Thorne Smith. And the hot broad, the only hot broad from Sex and the City, Kirsten Davis or whatever, was on there too. Oh shit! What the fuck was her name, I dude? Forget. I love that Amber chick. or something. No, 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 because she was also on um, Mannequin. Yeah. Oh no, not Kim Cattrall. I'm talking about Kirsten Davis, the the brunette from Sex and the City. Oh shit! The Hold youngest on. one. Oh, the one that didn't look like a sea hag or a horse? Yeah, exactly. The only one we're watching. Yeah. No, you know what? It's uh. Dude, Kim Cattrall, Big Trouble in Little China. I had to load this Dude, shit, big but here trouble. we go. We're not worthy. <laughs> we're not worthy. We're not worthy. There is a god. You're in a you're in a forest with Heather Lockley. Heather. <laughs> it's very warm. Oh, Sweetie. Swarm. Oh, dude. Okay. Love that shit. So, anyways, back to Home Alone. So they go and uh, the, do- the 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 oldest probably kid who who I was saying looked like Jennifer Connelly is doing the head count of all the kids in the two vans and they're like oh count make sure we have all the kids and she counts and she counts the the one kid the loser kid the from fucking across neighbor the street yeah. that comes over and he's like fucking oh does this gan does this van have good gas mileage he's like the Barbara Walters of <laughs> and, kids and the, the, the driver's like I don't, gee I don't know kid get the hell out of here you know, <laughs> you know? and it's, anyway so she counts that kid as Kevin McAllister because he has a beanie and he's blonde yeah. and he's like looking in their fucking luggage like pulling their fucking yo-yos out what and, a dick what an asshole yeah dude that it, kid was a turd so if it wasn't for that fucking neighbor bitch ass kid the whole events of Home Alone wouldn't have happened because they would have said, hey, where's Kevin? Him. Oh, shit, we sent him up with Fuller, who probably wet the bed because yeah. he was drinking all that the Pepsi. Yeah. And you, know, you know why he did that? Why? It's because he had a fucking wicked slap shot. Motherfucking <laughs> mighty ducks, bitches. <laughs> Dude, no, no, no lie though. Like, uh, I, I don't know if you saw that Facebook post that I had, but I got all those people like jumping on it. I was like, dude, if Kevin McAllister wanted to get out of his family for leaving him home alone, mm-hmm. he just let the wet band steal all their shit. Yeah. You know what? So I when did... they came home, he'd be like, shouldn't leave me home alone then. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Out. I like that shit. And you know what? Also, is like, 
What kind of parents are you that you don't fucking know how many kids you've had? How uh, much I'm, sex? I'm gonna lay, I'm gonna lean on a personal story. I don't think my mom wants to be talking about this, but yeah, it's all right, mom. You're she's listening. not listening. She's a, she probably won't, but she's she's a seventh out of eighth kids. Okay? okay, she grew up here like dirt poor, like really shitty. Yeah, it's kind of sad, but she uh, they, they went on like a family vacation. I think either the White Mountains or like Mexico, and. Uh, they left her home alone. No and shit. fucking forgot her. Yeah. So like We wanted like, to just legit. see how it would happen. Yeah. No, like legit, they just forgot her, I guess, because when you're that far down the fucking line, like nobody remembers. I wouldn't say it's funny. It's fucked oh, up. No, it's, sad. It's, it's fucked up. It's fucking sad, but she told me that. I'm like, oh man, I can't watch this movie the same way anymore. Oh, no. like, I remember watching that movie too, and like uh, I think uh, our buddy Joey G, who uh, runs the Mint, yes, yes, he he does. He posted something where he was like, "Dude, there's not one black person in that movie." Dude, any John Hughes movie, basically. And I I was like, "Dude, dude, shit!" I was like, "Dude, even the robbers were—they were white. They weren't black." Truth bomb, son. Joe Pesci is the most ethnic person in Home Alone. Hmm. I swear to God, fuck this guy, Tucker. I swear to God, I'm stabbing this kid in the neck. These these pink cans. These pink cans. No, but man, like, I loved Home Alone. I used to watch that, but to me, it's weird and it's probably sacrilege because everybody thinks like the original is always better. Home Alone Two was my shit. Our for our current president was in Home Alone yeah, he Two. Was. He was he as was. well as yeah. Timothy Curry. Yes, dude, yeah. Tim Curry. Dude. As well as Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo, Rob uh-huh. Schneider. Oh, the Schneid! <laughs> I forgot he's in any movie. Rob yeah. Schneider is probably the most forgettable man. Rob in, Schneider's in a cinematic history. <laughs> Rob oh. Schneider is a stapler. <laughs> oh, God. You know what? Uh, speaking of movies, I'm like, I just... <laughs> I just went and saw uh, Ang- uh, Aquaman today. Aquaman. Yeah, dude, you tell me about that. How you know what, it? dude? Honestly, it's... You said pro- that was the greatest movie you've ever seen in your life. Okay. I didn't say that. Okay. I said it was probably one of the best superhero movies I've ever seen. Really? Because that's a bold fucking claim, man. It is a bold claim. It's hardcore Marvel, dude. That's DC. And dude. you know what? You're stepping and into some fucking honestly. dangerous Here, territory. Here's the thing, though. is what I love about DC that Marvel doesn't have is Marvel is like, everything's rosy. Everything's yeah, fucking beautiful. There's no edge to I'm it. I'm like, DC, every fucking superhero came because their fucking parents didn't give a shit about them. Man, I, or couldn't, their parents I couldn't fucking disagree shit. with you more. Okay. I don't know how deep you want to get into this. We can get <laughs> as deep as you want, but here's the That's thing. That's what she said. So when you... All right, Michael Scott. Michael yeah, Scott. all right, Michael Scott. God I need to get an office clip here. So man. here's the thing. So here is Aquaman, okay, right? go on. His mom is a queen of fucking Atlantis, and she decides, you know what? I'm going to sleep with the lighthouse keeper. I'm going to slum it here. Yeah, I'm going to slum with, it. With the Gortons fisherman. I'm going to hook up with this fucking guy who makes fucking Mrs. <laughs> Paul's Lucky fucking bastard. fish sticks, that fucking cunt. Son of a bitch. This guy hooks up with Nicole Kidman, who back in the day was... Wait, was it Nicole Kidman? Yeah, Nicole Kidman's his mom oh, in the man. Movie. Days of Thunder, bonerific. Dude. Man, eyes wide oh. shut, bro? Yeah, eyes wide Dude. shut. Oh, man. man. Dude, that's tell you how many times That's I the only love. reason to Back watch to Eyes Wide Shut is because you get to see Nicole Kidman's boobs. Like, literally, yeah. Tom Cruise, you're fucking, you're a Scientologist. You can die. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, you do your own stunts, whatever. You're not Jackie Chan. You're short. Yeah, exactly. You're not cool short like Jackie Chan. Yeah, Jackie Chan is fucking dope. Even his movie, <laughs> Drunken the, Master, like oh, us. <laughs> dude, Fearless Hyena was one of the best fucking movies I've ever seen in my life. Uh-huh. Nobody's ever seen that movie, but he had one and two best kung fu movies ever. Hey, Leo, how was fucking Aquaman, though? 
So Aquaman, I really, really enjoyed. It was one of the best movies I'd seen uh, as far as uh, comic book movies. Yeah. And uh, when I heard they were making an Aquaman movie, I was kind of like, dude, really? A I know. kid that talks to fish, whoopty fucking. They made Aquaman, Aquaman before they made fucking Black Widow. So. Yeah. You know why? Why? Because they can't show fucking Scarlett Johansson naked. If they could, Disney would have made did that movie fucking ten years fucking ago. Did they show fucking Aquaman naked? That's all our viewers want. Wait, to know. did did Jason Momoa hang dong in this movie? Or you like, know what? Like, Damn near. All right. I'll you know he was rocking around with his shirt off pretty much ninety five percent of the movie. Out. I just look at it as I was like, you know what? What I liked about this movie That's was liked it. the villain was awesome. Jason Momoa was hot. Uh-huh. Clearly, why I liked yes. the movie. But the fact of the matter is, is like it was dark, but yet it kind of left you uplifted after the end. It's good, Ka- Kind of like the I Batman like. movies. That's, that's yes. the DC yeah. universe. Which is why yeah. that's DC what is the that's shit. Yeah. That's what like, you fucking want. Marvel is like... Marvel literally. has their thing where it's like, they fucking leave you like depressed and you're leaving that theater fucking upset and sad. Well, that DC. was the last, the last well, Marvel yeah, movie. It was. Most of Marvel movies is like, <laughs> no, yeah. Marvel movies are like, I just went to the uh, Festival of Lights. It was like 10,000 lights or yeah. whatever it is. Normally, it costs like 25 bucks to go. I got in for 1250 because I'm a baller, but whatever. That's what it's like watching yep. a Marvel movie. No, but when yeah. you watch a Marvel movie, <laughs> like, deep. okay, I watched this guy who was making cotton candy. Uh-huh. Now, yeah. cotton candy should cost you, what, five bucks? Would you all agree um, five bucks is fair enough? I'd be like, hell no, we're, we're going to buy some at the dollar store. Okay, so... This guy was making designed cotton candy. One was a flower and was thirty dollars. I'm like, it's still fucking sugar that you're shoveling in fuck your, your mouth. Fuck your cotton what candy. The fu- Wait, hold Dude. on. What are we talking about? Dude, thirty dollar <laughs> cotton candy is what we're talking about. <laughs> Absolute most fucking crazy bullshit I've ever seen in my life. It was totally gay, totally but not gay. in like that happy way where you're like a fucking yeah. dude in the ass and you love it. No, this was fucking. <laughs> oh man, I was Jesus. thinking. Okay, it took go a on. Turn. Dude, it was the worst. Dude, I looked at this shit and I saw the parents are like, well, I don't know. Should we get the $25 or the $20? I'm like, it's fucking spun sugar, people. Calm it down. What are we talking about again? Yeah, Are we talking about cotton candy? We're talking about anything that happens in my drunk brain. That's what's happening. All right. You know what? Uh, We've had a few shots, people. I think we need another shot, dude. I'm in. All right. So, uh, on that note, Aquaman. What do you think? Aquaman. I think if you are involved in the DC Universe at all, you should watch it. The only problem that I had with the Aquaman movie was Aquaman needed to unify and, you know, get everything together so that Uh he could save the world because his asshole brother, who doesn't have an asshole brother, Mm -hmm. who wanted to ruin everything... He was sitting here, he's like, I don't know how we're going to do this. My brother's a dick, and he's going to control the army of the seven seas. I'm like, wait a second, didn't I just watch Justice League? Where fucking Aquaman was best friends with Superman? (laughs) Dude, he would have taken any army ever fucking fabricated, and he'd been like, hey, guess what? I'm Superman. Fuck you. And he would have wiped everybody out. But apparently, Aquaman had to save the world. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and fucking unify the ocean. All right, Because that was what we did. I'll check it out. Yeah, it sounds but like a, you, you have to watch are, this. I don't know. <laughs> you guys have Netflix, though, right? I do. Yeah, so there's a show on there. It's called Frontier. It stars Jason Momoa. It's a Canadian show. It's okay, about, how is that? Canada, eh? Dude, it's it's fucking legit. I was um I started watching it, and at the time I was dating uh, this French-Canadian broad named Melinda. Let's call her Melinda. Oh, I love Melinda, <laughs> dude. I love your bits about Melinda. She's Melinda, eh? Yeah. Tell me more. <laughs> so, you know, you know, 
were, were together and I was like, oh, I turned her on to it. it. It's a really good show. It, it's about like 1740s, 1750s Canada. The, the French, the British, and the fucking First Nations people and even the people who want to be Americans are kind of coming together. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Jason Momoa plays a uh, guy who's uh, half English, half Native American in the show. And it's like actually legit. It's not like 100% historically accurate, but I mean, it's like a really fucking entertaining show. So What's it called? It's called Frontier. It's really good. And it's on Netflix? Yeah, it should be still. Dude, I'm fucking checking it out tonight. Yeah, Because I have not it. seen it yet. And I love Jason Momoa. Like, honestly... It's when... about like the Hudson Bay Company, basically. So, like, you're thinking Ontario and then Quebec and all that shit, so... You know, it's funny... Hudson up... Bay? Didn't they make a bunch of uh, Nintendo games? No, that was a Hudson B. <laughs> Okay. Oh, my bad. I remember when I grew like, growing up in Detroit, like I grew up right across the river. I yeah, could see of course, Windsor yeah. right Windsor. across oh, the way. That sucks. And De- those people. Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> so when I was in high school, everybody was like taking Spanish because they lived yeah. in Arizona. I took French because I thought I'm gonna oh, move back to Detroit. Frenchy bastard. Dude, no, like legit. When I was in, when I was in high school, I took German because my dad lived in Germany as an engineer. When I lived in Denver, and then we moved out here, I'm like, oh, I'm already like three years in. You know what am I gonna do? And we had a German program at my high school that ended but I was like I should have taken Spanish fuck me I honestly <laughs> wish I would have taken Spanish. Spanish because it would have been more useful I took, but, I took Spanish like, in I high learned, school I learned in high school or I mean I learned in college I mean I learned to read German and Italian like I mean now now it's all just slang for Italian and German I kind of have like a like a low level type of stuff but man I fucked up not learning Spanish yeah I learned Spanish and now whenever anyone says can you speak Spanish? Hablas español. I say, si sí, me hablo español. Perfecto. Porque tengo muchos años de clase de español en la escuela. And they go, oh, see? Sí? And I go, that's all I fucking know. Dude, that's legit. I know. And that was like drunk Jeff fucking babbling that shit out right there. And dude. you still fucking probably had it, but I couldn't tell you if you got it right or not because I don't speak Spanish. The, she speaks French. I, 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 can, I can get it from learning Italian, see, see. but I mean, I got the gist of yeah. it. Basically, and honestly, all when I, I speak Spanish, I sound like fucking Keanu Reeves in Point Break. Nice. Whoa. You just yeah. say whoa a lot? Don't day stop. <laughs> you know what? Keanu Reeves, like literally until I watched a movie where uh, Kenneth Branagh actually directed it. it was Midsummer Night's Dream. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember and that. And he one. fucking actually played a beautiful fucking Shakespeare character. And I was like, you know what? Keanu Reeves really can act. He just chooses not to because he's such a good-looking man. Dm-hmm. Dude, he's, he's like he the, aged, the the original dude. McConaughey. He, he really aged. is. I just want to fucking see hey, like one hey, movie hey. where fucking Keanu Reeves is like, all right. Right. Well, he just, uh, I keep reading on Reddit that he was saying that he's going to make John Wick movies as long as people continue buying tickets. No. Well, that's going to be the third yeah, one. Shit. You know what? That yeah. is awesome. I if like the first two John Wicks. Who gives a shit? Keep going, dude. They're you know fucking what? badass. Look, dude, if he's you... basically making John Wick into the, uh, what's that Charles Bronson movie? Oh, Death fucking Wish. Death Wish. Yes. That's what, that's what oh, it's yeah. going to end up being. And who you know cares, what? Man? If they're Death all good. Wish? Yeah. If they're so good, far, I'm down. The first two are good. Keep going, dude. Just take my money, Keanu Reeves. Shut you know what? Take my money, fry meme. <laughs> <laughs> the only problem that I had, we were talking about fucking like sequels earlier, yeah. was the fact that I heard they were making another Bill and Ted's movie. Oh yeah, but like, it's gonna be them. Year. Yeah, but I don't but give just, a it, it fuck falls who in the it formula is. Dude, of, it's like thirty years too yeah, late. It man. falls in that formula of hey man, if you made this shit in like '99, we'd be all cool. You guys, guys want to hear a fucked up story about Bill and Ted? I do. Yes, all I right. Do. So my my buddy I was talking about before. 
who uh, lives in L.A., he was saying uh, he met Alex Winter. His sister set him up with Alex Winter to, like, hang out one day. Cool. And uh, Alex Winter was telling the story. It was, like, maybe the second or so table read of Bill and Ted. Hmm. And uh, everybody's there except Keanu. And then Keanu just, like, stumbles and drunk, and he's, like, super depressed, apparently, hmm. like, just feeling so awful. And he sits down at the table, and everyone's kind of ignoring him, and they're like, Keanu, what's wrong? And he was like, well, I wanted to be Bill, but they made me Ted. No. <laughs> it's the same fucking Is character. This a, a real fucking story? <laughs> yeah. Apparently. I hope to God it is. Oh, like, shit. Oh, man. You know what? I'm almost positive it is because, like, as that great, sounds like Keanu. <laughs> as great as Keanu Reeves was in the Kenneth Branagh of A Midsummer Night's Dream, I watched that and I'm like, then I watched The Matrix, and I'm like, bro, you have so much range, but you choose not to use it. <laughs> Whoa. But look, while we're on the talk of remakes, mm-hmm. I never saw the remake of Point Break, but the first one was so goddamn fucking perfect, I couldn't watch the second one. I didn't one. either. I I'm didn't like, look. You they had, called, that was another one. They could have called it a different fucking title. They should have called it a yeah. different fucking title, because I'm like, you have was Gary Busey, Gary Busey, uh. pre- Fucking head injury. No, that was after. That was his first one after the head injury. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. look. So even post <laughs> head me, injury. I'm a point Break, like dude. Nut. My yeah. favorite line from Point Break is when he's talking to fucking Pappas yeah. and he's talking to him. He's like, "Listen here, around the corner there's the place that makes the meatball best meatball shop. sandwiches." And he's like, "Listen here, I want you to get me two, two of the meatball sandwiches. Utah, give, give me two. two. That is the greatest line in every fucking movie that has ever been it's made. It's like the, the I head could injury eat the ass end of a dead rhino. <laughs> the head injury made him a better fucking range actor. Listen here. <coughs> God damn it. I was fucking busting criminals before you was fucking popping pimples no, on your daddy's It was ass. a nom reference because he was like, I was taking shrapnel at Kaysan. <laughs> well, you were whopping your hands on your on your chest and rubbing it on your mom or something like that. Oh, dude. <laughs> fucking Gary Busey was an actor who like has become a meme lately, yeah. but he was fucking brilliant. His son, his son is an actor too. Jake Busey. Yeah. Yep. Starship Trooper's son. Tom Katz. Oh, mm-hmm. fucking love Starship Trooper's. He was in you know uh, another Identity. fucking shot. Let's Identity. do this shit. All right. There we let's go. go Sally's. All right. Merry Christmas, bitches. Buona tale. Nostrovia. <laughs> Boom, truth bomb. Bomb down to your fucking okay. chest, bitches. So, we have this show. It's coming up on Tuesday. Okay. Christmas Day, Jesus' birthday. Yep. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of Jesus bits in my act. I might have my hair down in respect for Jesus. <laughs> but, it's coming up on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know what? I don't know about any of you guys, but I have family that I love dearly. Indeed. But after a couple of hours, I need some fucking comedy and booze. Indeed. So head on down to the Mint. The show starts at 8 p.m. Is this going to be your last show at the Mint? Well, no. There's going to be another show at the Mint on January 29th. Okay. Um, like I believe me oh, and uh, Dom are going to be on that show yeah. also. Mm. We're on the one on Christmas Day, but you can catch us on the 29th as well because the Mint has decided that we're going to uh, go to one book show a month, which, hey, much respect. On- okay. Honestly, like, as pissed off as it makes me, at least they're using the room still. Right. And, like, look... If I can get on there two or three times a year, that's fucking great. You can find other you know, gigs so. in the meantime. We, you know. Oh the, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm not worried about the, that. Shit, it's just, Dom's, Dom's fucking booked up solid for the next year, I'd say. I, I mean, I, I just like the room and I like the atmosphere. Yeah, what I, I like, I liked it too. Yeah. yeah, you came and saw a show at the Mint. What I love yeah. about the Mint was the fact that like 
A lot of other shows I go to, it's mostly comics. Not that I don't have anything against comics. I love mm. comics, but they've heard my bits before. Mm. So I don't really get a whole lot of feedback on a, a lot of jokes that I'm doing. Yeah. Except for when Dom's there, because I can tell if a joke's killing if Dom laughs or not. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, and he likes my history jokes. Because yes, I do. nobody else fucking gets them. I mm. do my Hitler jokes, and everybody's like, huh? What? Ooh. That happened way back in the day. I don't even understand. And I'm like, and if I hear Dom laugh, I'm like, you know what? I'm keeping it in the act because that shit's good. But uh, yeah, so we're doing a show on Christmas Day. I'm like, uh, Polo is going to be there. You actually did a show uh, with Polo the past two nights at Laughs, correct? Yeah, I did uh, I did the book shows over at Laughs this week. And Polo uh, featured with uh, John Novoset, Hippie Man headlining. But man, Polo killed it. Killed it all weekend long. You know what? It's an interesting story. He, he, he's one of my he's one of my favorite comics. That'll come I love here. fucking Polo. He's great. I'm like I have only seen him do stand up a couple of times. Yeah. But I used to actually bounce at no tens shit. when he tens? was a fucking DJ. So Polo. Wait, used Polo to, was a DJ at tens. Polo no way, was. Yeah, he was a DJ. I thought at he was tens. a bouncer. Oh, no, man. no, he was the fucking DJ. And I remember one night I was talking to him about these young kids that I worked with at tens. And they were uh, talking about some crazy shit. They were like, hey, man, I hope a fucking fight pops off tonight. And I was like, hey, bro, do you get paid a bonus? Yeah. And they were like, no, I don't. And I was like, guess what? I'm fucking 28, and I hope fucking nothing happens. Because I get paid the same if a fight breaks out or if nothing happens. Exactly. I I fucking shot. uh, Yeah. Interesting side note. It's funny you said get shot. That was where I first went. Yeah. One night I was working at 10s. Polo was not there. Uh, It was a different DJ. Uh, Breon was the DJ that night. And uh, there was a fight between two gentlemen at the front of the stage. Me and my buddy Mondo decided to break up the fight because we could sense it was going to happen. Yeah. It's a bouncer fucking, like, six cents. Basically, you see two assholes yammering, and you're mm-hmm. like, there's going to be a fight. <laughs> so we pushed the uh, guys apart. I pushed my uh, Mexican gentleman this way. My buddy Mondo had the uh, African-American gentleman behind me. Mm-hmm. The dude pulled a gun. No shit. Right from his waistband, put it at my buddy's face. He ducked, elbowed me, right out of the way as the gun went off and shot the dude twice in front of me. The muzzle flash from the barrel landed on my cheek. I still can't hear out of my left ear all that great. So that was when I decided to become a server slash bartender because I'm like, you know what? If people don't get their potato skins on a promptly time, they're usually not pulling a weapon. I'm going to shoot you. I, I, I would rather not be tipped than fucking not here. And, you know, it was a great part because uh, the club did not want me to testify because they were also being sued by the guy who got shot inside the club. Oh, shit. So they offered me like 200 bucks to testify to not nice. testify. And I was like, you took it, right? Fuck that. The guy oh. almost killed me. I was like, this yeah. guy's going to jail. <laughs> so I go to testify, and his lawyer was like this British dude. It was like yeah. total like caricature. He's a fat British guy. And he was like, well, how many black people were in the club that evening? And oh, I was like, one of those And assholes. I was like, hey, hey, bro, I'm from Detroit. Half of my family is black. I don't see color. The fact of the matter is, is that dude handed me 10 bucks two minutes before he shot that guy in the stomach. <laughs> it was that guy. I nice. fucking saw him. But, uh... It was just funny, you know, like Polo to me, like I'd never seen him do comedy when I when I worked with him at Laughs. Yeah. 
I came when uh, I was doing comedy, and he was there, and he was fucking hysterical. Is he, did he do a good show this weekend? Oh, dude, he, he had four killer sets. Like, really funny guy. And now you did something that, like, I think is totally brave that a lot of comics don't do. You did four different sets on four different shows. Is yeah, that- I did. I, I, it was funny. Uh, uh, about a month and a half, two months ago, I did Roy Lee's show out in Benson, and they had me do 30. And uh, after I did it, I was like, holy shit, I, I think I can pull this off. I was thinking like, well, I, this is my third time hosting at Laughs. I know their you know, policy on featuring local comedians, things like that. I'm like, go big or go home. Fucking so I sat down, I wrote all my stuff out and you know, here we are. And I'm glad I have the tape for it. And uh, I'm gonna piece it together and then uh out of out of what I did this weekend I'm gonna see if I can get a maybe a twenty five and then an extra tenor out of it. Like as far as just like solid like rock hard shit that I can take on the road because that's kind of the next step for me, dude. That's awesome, man. I mean, I know like I've heard you do the flappers and you've done a lot of these uh, comedy gigs. I'm like, for me, I've watched most of your sets and every time I fucking I die laughing. I appreciate that. Thank I'm you. like uh, you too, man. You know, one of your bits that I love the best is when you do. Uh, I grew up in the '90s with uh, Michael Jordan. Yeah. And the uh, Chicago Bulls, they had the, uh, uh, I can't remember the guy, the the name of the band that did the uh, Jordan, uh, the, they used to do the starting lineup for the Chicago Bulls. Oh, dude, Bulls. Alan Parsons Project. Alan Serious. Parsons, yeah, yes. You're, you're going to laugh at this. So, like, before every set, like, um, I'll go up, I'll play fucking Serious, that part of... Um, that song, like just before I'm ready, and then if I'll anybody hasn't heard it, it's it's the perfect fucking pop up song for like anything. It's so good. That's fucking awesome, man. I love that. And uh, Tuesday we're doing a show on Christmas Day, Jesus's birthday. In case you all happen to forget what Christmas is about, he's about 2019, 2018 years old, right? <laughs> I think he is. I don't know. I think we started. Keeping count once he was born? Yeah, I, th- I think that's kind of how our whole years work now. <laughs> you know, I think that's a, exactly what it is. But, like, we're doing a show at the Mint, and I cannot wait because uh, Polo, um, I've never actually got to perform on the same stage with him, which you've obviously got to do, which was a fucking amazing. Like, I love Polo. I remember uh, when he was in Tucson, like I said, I used to work with him at 10s, and he would uh, DJ at 10s, and then he would do laughs, and he would open for them. And that's oh, nice. how he kind of fucking got his career going. Oh, he dude, moved to San rad. Diego, crushed it in San Diego. Now he's in L.A. and he's fucking crushing it in L.A. Yeah, which is great. But uh, so we'll be doing a show there. Guess what, guys? Five bucks. Tell yeah. me your family $5. isn't. Tell me your family isn't worth five dollars. I would sit, literally pay twenty dollars to walk away from my family on Christmas Day and fucking listen to funny comics, booze, laughter. And then just enjoy it because I mean uh, I know we got Bree Ginger who is from Phoenix. Yeah, we got uh, Bree Ginger, uh, Geiger or whatever. I, I have no idea how to pronounce it. I have no idea how to pronounce it either, but I hear she's absolutely fantastic. No, she's very funny. I've seen her before. Um, the uh, what was I going to say? Uh, as far as just Christmas goes, hey, have fun at your local neighborhood dive bar. <laughs> You know, and you should because uh, dive bars are what keep uh, you know people who don't have anybody. I remember I worked at uh, Tens on Christmas Day once. Oh Jesus! Tens, oh. what is that? A restaurant? Uh, you know, it's a strip club where women take their clothes <laughs> off for money. Nice. But the funny that's, part that's about perfect. it was it's a bowling alley. Eh, right. People are rolling their balls all the way down those halls. 
But anyway, I remember... Oh, I get it, like penis, right? Yeah, <laughs> no, a little I got bit. It. I got it. But I remember when I worked a, a Christmas day at Tens, it was great. My manager, who was a lovely fellow, I'm not going to mention him out on air, but he uh, had me punch in and take my six Christmas shots. Oh. Because I don't think I've ever worked a shift other than my first shift at Tens loaded. Because, loaded? Yeah, because all of the uh, drug dealers, I'm sorry... Ballers that would come in there, oh, they Jesus. wouldn't just give you money because that would be wrong to hand a dude cash. No, it's they horrible. Would, they would buy you shots. So I would say in the five years I worked as a strip club bouncer, I would say about five years other than the first shift I worked, I was about ten shots deep every fucking shift. Holy shit. And dude. I was responsible for your fucking security. That's right. That's how the things went. It was great because that, like, that makes no sense to me because, like, you know, as an old school guy, you always slip the guy a five or a tenner. That, right. It's just, you, you don't want him getting fucked up on the job because, like, in case some shit goes down, you don't want him to be puking in the corner. Yeah, that makes no sense to yeah. me as a strip club goer, you know. I want the strip club, you know, bouncer to be the guy that I rely on. That's, yeah. That's the guy you're supposed to be sober. I'm supposed yeah. to be loaded. And then I take care He's of supposed to be cool. Yeah. You know what? And I would have loved the fiver or uh, the tenor, but these guys wouldn't hand me cash because or I was the in, nooner. Well, that would have been that, that would have been a different party. Well, but I was a lady going there, but I uh, still would have accepted it. That's there, a tip. Yeah. It was just weird to me because like they wouldn't like hand me a five or ten. I'd be like, hey man, I could use the money more than I could use a shot, and they'd be like, I'm only buying you a shot. And uh, I remember my first day there, I was like, no, I can't take a shot. And my yeah. man, my owner actually got pissed at me because I didn't accept a $25 Patron Platinum shot, which was 25 bucks a shot. And he was like, you never turn down a $25 shot. So which I took to me Because mean, the club makes it back up. Right. Business-wise. So which yes, I exactly. took to turn. Oh, and you get is, drunk. Yeah. You never turn down a shot. You which never turn down a quality shot. probably not what yeah. he meant. He meant something at that dollar value because right. of the profit margin on but it. But I took yeah. it as, hey man, I should be drunk every shift. So mm-hmm. pretty much any time you saw me as a bouncer protecting your safety, I was completely fucking loaded. Ah, yes. And uh, probably slept with tons of fucking chicks that I probably shouldn't well, have. just threw that in there, didn't you? Yeah. Because uh, that wasn't part of the question. You are a goddamn <laughs> pimp, yeah. Mr. Jack. Certainly not a pimp, but a guy who took advantage of his position in life. And, uh, Harvey those, Weinstein. Yes, exactly. Harvey. You're Weinstein. among the greats. I mean, you know, I remember when I was in uh, college, I would have all these chicks. I would like meet and shit, and I would no, try to. Oh God, like, is this something I'm going to have to edit out of the podcast? Certainly or not. I don't no, care. Okay. You can tell Go everybody on. about it. Go on. But I would talk to these girls, and they'd be like, "Where do you work?" And I'm like, "I'm a bouncer." Well, where do you work at? And I'm like, "I'd rather not say." <laughs> nah, I'm a bouncer at a strip club. Oh, you just like to look at chicks naked all the time. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? True, I do. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? But like, what bouncers like watching the floor show? Nobody. Yeah, exactly. And the fact of the matter is, I was like, I was always tell these girls, I was like, hey, check it out. So here's what happens. I gotta check her boobs are out. But what she's saying to me is, hey, asshole, there's no fucking toilet paper in the strippers' dressing room. Oh, that's you. The fact that her tits are out mean nothing to me. Exactly. It's just. Uh, like does that ruin sex I, for you? 
I don't think anything yeah, ruins yeah, sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, 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 real you're, here. you're in a business situation. Titties, titties, like they're yeah. they're great. Like you, you make titties. No, what they because are. there's some you that do. are bigger yeah. than others. Well, so. no, no, no. But I mean, like as far there's as there's like, some that have like the areolas that go really true, big. But, but titties are titties. T- titties, but, but the nipples though. No, like, there's no, some no, that no, are like it's little not even like areolas. I think I got this down to a science. Okay, and I hate to be talking because I'm not. I don't want to Bill Nye this shit out, but. Please do. There are meaningful titties, mm-hmm. and there are just titties. Mm-hmm. Titties are great in any situation. Now, to the to the layman, they might yeah. go, "Well, yeah. I've never seen a titty in my life." Well, there are a bunch mean? of Nancy boys. Uh-huh. But anyway, titties, titties, is titties. Like if they mean something to you and they turn you on, but like yes. you're in a business situation, like, well, shit. I saw some titties, but I gotta go fix this goddamn bathroom right now. Yes, you're thinking in that level. And then maybe if she comes on to you in a sexual way, these titties are different right now. I remember there was a... uh, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, you you gotta... There's shades of gray. There is. Yeah, there's 50 as far as I've heard. There we go. You know, (laughs) if you think about it, it's like... So there used to be this chick, and she was not attractive at all. Oh, here we go. Here we... Okay, let's... Okay, hold on. Let me unpack Leo this. loses his goddamn... <laughs> Leo loses so, his goddamn mind is exactly okay, so, what it is. Go ahead. So, what do you mean by that? So, right. what I mean is, if this chick walked up to you in a club and she yes. grabbed your shit, you would be very unimpressed with the fact that she, she grabbed gra- your dick. If this girl grabbed my penis, you're saying I wouldn't care? You wouldn't That's care. That's how unattractive she was? Really? That's exactly wow. how Okay, so that really paints a picture. Well, what Come happened? On. Did she get hit in the face with a shovel yeah, back, or something? She no. kind of did. She oh, bit well. a brick. Back to oh, you in the studio, Leo. So basically, what happened was is uh, like so the stripper hello for most people who have never been a bouncer. Stripper hello. Strippers will come up to you as a bouncer and they'll just grab your dick and they'll oh, be like, fuck. "How are you doing?" Tonight? That happened at Why Buff- did that, I get when I went to when I was a server at Buffalo. <laughs> you know what? I should have stopped comedy and fucking just stayed a bouncer until it's fifty. <laughs> yeah, but, listen, if grabbing my dick paid the bills, <laughs> but it doesn't. So like this chick was like just horribly unattractive, and so I looked at her and I was like, oh, "Hey, man. let me ask you the server." Simple question. Sir, okay, go on. Do unattractive guys just get to touch your vagina at no cost? Yes. And she was like, no, they have to pay. And I was like, they so pay. here's the thing. Oh. If you want to touch my dick, mm-hmm. it's $5 a touch. Oh, you told her this? I would walk out with 50 bucks each you night motherfucker. strictly from her touching my dick. Good Lord, that's the greatest business model I've ever yeah, heard. And I, I like looked it. at her this way, and I, I mean, just said, look, look, guys don't get to touch you for free. You don't get to touch my shit for free. Mm-hmm. You're ugly as sin. I don't find you attractive you in You didn't this tell her this. I told no, her exactly. Can... No, well, maybe in the stripper world is no, different. No, look, it's different. You have I just looked five at her and I was like, wounds, I was like so. sweetheart, you're unattractive. <laughs> like These dudes pay you because you're willing to take your top off for a buck. A they can, they, yeah, they can look up the old birth canal for That's 20 right. nickels, as Joe Rogan used oh, to say. Oh, god damn. But look at sweetheart. You're unattractive. If you want to touch my dick, it's $5. Mm. So she used to pay me to touch my dick. And I know that sounds like a humble brag. Yeah, it sounds major. That is like the major humble brag. <laughs> but cow. the fact of the matter is, is like I just... You heard it here, folks. <laughs> Gay? No, she actually she had... She was a man. She had tits, <laughs> so... You know what? Uh, as her, far as I'm concerned. Her name was Caitlin. He had tits, so... Jenner! What? <laughs> Say what? What? Oh, wrong one. <laughs> but no, like, you know, like being a bouncer was kind of funny because Polo was there and he was hysterical back in the day and then I saw him about two years ago he was hysterical I'm sure he's even funnier now he's great man dude so funny dude so if you you're out with your family you got nothing to do on Christmas day 
come out, see me and Dom. We're going to be fucking slanging jokes. Yep. Dom, another L.A. comic, Anthony, and I forget his last name. Is Anthony, yeah! <laughs> and uh, Bree is going to be there as well. <laughs> so it's going to be one of the, the great shows on Christmas. You will literally kick yourself in the ass if you do not come down. On Tuesday, it's, it's $5 on Christmas. It's, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's 5 bucks. Literally, if you just heard me and Dom, it's worth the 5 bucks. but you add in these extra comics that are touring. This is going to be at the Mint, right? It's going to be at the Mint. Yep. It's going to be cool. one of the last shows, Tucson, like I said. Arizona. Also, I heard that, uh, like I said, they're gonna get, not going to do the uh, open mics on yep. Tuesday, but I know me and Dom have also put our names in uh, for the Tuesday, January 29th. You can catch us as well mm-hmm. at the Mint. Uh, and uh, also, uh, what other shows you got uh, coming up, Dom? Um, basically, just a minute until New Year's. I'm going to crash out and then uh, get the ball rolling back uh, after January 1st. Fuck yeah, that's the way to do it, man. Yeah, I got, I got a bunch of work shit to do. i am uh, got some uh, leads to close as far as sales is concerned. So, yeah. Fair enough, man. We appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Uh, Jeff, what else you got, brother? Um, so, closing out, yeah, man. I mean, I got uh, Rhyme So Loud and Proud, You Can Hear It. That's all. That's what I got. <laughs> I love it, brother. I love it. Uh, all right, man. Well, thank you guys all for uh, so joining us. Thanks so much man. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for coming, man. This is probably the drunkest podcast I've ever yes. done. This is the Excellent. most alcohol I have consumed. I have consumed on a podcast since we started. Oh, and sweet this is, Jesus! This I feel is, fine. What, three this months, me man. Three months, baby. Yeah, three months. Three months. Three months, guys. Thanks for having me over. But you know what, dude? It's Christmas, and if yep. you can't get drunk at Christmas, you can't get drunk ever. Fuck. You guys yes. want to have me back again? I'm totally. I would down. love to dude, have you we back. Would love to have this have is a back. fucking. This was the longest podcast we've done. Dude, I, I think this is over two hours. This is great. This like I I still have shit that I wrote down that we didn't get to. We'll get to it to another podcast. We'll get to Who it the next fuck? time. Down comes Who part. Fuck? Part two, not too long because it's part a sequel. Duh. Part, yeah, Hot Shots part. <laughs> yeah. All right. And on that note, we're Merry gonna Christmas and have a Merry happy Christmas. New Year. Have Merry a Christmas, good one. Happy holidays, New Year's, everybody. Next take on the Brassadors. <laughs>